0: hackers reportedly taunting the fbi apparently calling investigators idiots it is advertised as the biggest party in dallas well when most of the metroplex is fast asleep this young crowd is just getting started
1: i just don't understand why the city allows it to go on
2: the city of dallas is not refusing to comment just not talking
1: at this time Dallas Hackers Association. After hours.
3: Four, three, two, one. I have a plan. That. You're listening to Dallas Hackers After Hours. I'm your host, Whiskey Neon. This month, I'm joined with Wirefall, Bubbles, NPC Swag, Anit6, Mr. Chin, and Isaac. And maybe Tinker if he shows up. <laughs> So uh, this is April, April Fool's Day. Well, technically April 2nd, because uh, it's after hours. We had a really good turnout tonight. I mean, like, this is probably the biggest, right? Did yes. you, y'all did a head count. Yeah, dude? we were over 40. Over 40? Yeah, yeah, you just didn't get an exact. You just said 40 and oh, said no. F- oh, no, 40
4: R- over 40 RSVPs, and then, then we have crashers all the time. So. Right. Yeah, Where I think
3: we we counted? I
5: counted 34. Okay. I we bet, we, like we like forty. We like forty.
3: Forty's way better sounding. Um, <laughs> NPC
0: crash. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: Uh, so uh, let's see, the talks we had were. Um, yeah. What was the first one? Yeah, Woody, I
4: don't know. Yep. Yeah, Woody, Woody did one Morse over code? Morse
3: code. Uh, he Pretty he wrote a Python program. He he enhanced his Python program he previously presented. And now it generates Morse code tones, and then he decoded a message that Verizon uh, did in Morse code that was against the FCC net neutrality decision. That's pretty cool.
6: Did he even uh, know why Verizon sent it out in Morse code? And
4: uh, the 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 uh, rationale was applying a 1930s uh, regulation to modern technology. Okay. And so Morse code back in the day it was kind of like a response that this is inappropriate. I'm surprised in they had that PDA. clever. In a PDF. Yeah. Well, we're yeah. talking about old school technology. Luckily, they didn't put it in a word perfect <laughs> Oh, God. That would have been better.
3: Like, yes. You would. You'd have to have like a DOS emulator to even read it. Uh, but I'm surprised that Verizon was actually able to come up with something that clever. I mean, honestly, it's kind of clever for them to do that. Uh, Some PR guys, like an intern came up with that, I promise you. And then some guy took all the credit
1: for it. (laughs) I was just really impressed that you could get uh, punctuation in Morse code. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Is that new? You would know. No,
6: no, No. it's been around the whole
7: time. Oh, okay. It's part of the standard. It's just not commonly used in amateur radio or other activities because it's a pain in the ass to actually do.
3: Yeah, I looked at the Morse code and it was significantly, it seemed to be longer than normal.
7: So, uh, (laughs) and... And I won't go on this tangent very long, but in amateur radio and other communication parlance, there's a lot of abbreviations and and other things to make uh, sending characters at 18 or 20 words per minute um, doable.
4: Kind of like the texting shortcuts. Exactly, yes. Can you, important question though, can you do emoticons? And
6: <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yes, you should do You could, but it would take really long to do. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, the
7: character yeah, set is there, yeah. so technically yes, but you're just going to look like that yippee <laughs> douchebag in the process. I'm yeah. going
4: to do
6: that. Oh, God. I'm going to get a ham license just so I can set emoticons to people. And, and,
4: and then Woody will have to uh, increase his dictionary so it's like, Smiley face. <laughs> yeah, <reads> <laughs> yeah. Oh God! It would be so pointless, but
3: hysterical if he uh if he was able to like interpret that as the Unicode, uh, you know, like the emoticons. It would right. interpret that as the Unicode have have smiley face. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be sick. I mean, no one would ever use that in real life,
4: <laughs> but it would be pretty cool to see that happen. Um, he also wrote a script that would control his ham radio. Over yes. Yeah, that was keys. pretty and awesome. And with the
3: GUI, which with is pretty GUI, sick, yeah. too. Especially like, in Python. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with GUIs and Python, that's been a very long process of being able to get to a point where it's actually usable and uh, mm-hmm. n- just not a headache. And he was it's able w- to do it, you know.
6: WX, yeah. Um GUI for Python is pretty easy, uses a library, a lot of it is just drag and drop, you can just create full GUI menus and everything like that. I mean, so kind of like how um, Delphi used to be, uh, probably about seven years ago, is kind of how WX well, is.
3: so you're saying that I could create a GUI yes. and. Uh, like visual basic to track an IP address yes. with this that would be slick I'm, I'm going to be yeah. a pro hacker in no time yeah. <laughs>
6: uh, just simple just a simple GUI menu stuff like that you can get up and running in like 10 minutes well hell but, yeah, but most people now with Python do web based stuff
7: so. a, of course it's important to note that there's a reason why that library was created because it was a major pain in the butt to begin with <laughs> yeah Are you, you're going to be a pro hacker with your AOL uh 753 hours. Oh hell yeah, dude!
3: Getting those CDs every day. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so Woody's presentation was pretty slick as always. I mean, uh, I, he can't always see the keyboard, but when he gets it going, <laughs> I, I tell you, I, somebody,
4: somebody has to teach him tab complete. <laughs> yeah,
3: yes. yeah! I, I, I shouted it out, but yeah. you know, it, the uh, every time he presents something. Uh, I'm always impressed because, you know,
4: you see the progress uh, of everything. And as he brought up uh, uh, during the meeting, because of the DHA and, and learning Python, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he just got a freelance part-time position making 40 bucks an hour. And, you oh, know,
7: Props yeah. to Woody, in all seriousness. I might go still his job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
6: Shut up.
7: He <laughs> earned that. And yeah, actually I, actually I don't think he said that
4: during the presentation. He said that to me before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Good job. What's oh, what's
7: thanks. important to note here though is not only did he get the job, but he got the job because he had knowledge in something relatively obscure. Because how many Python developers out there are going to be writing something to interface with an amateur radio transceiver. Not very yeah. many. Yeah. So well, serial
3: is what he uh, got. Yeah. Hey, he, right. Yeah. But he acquired but, the knowledge right, through that. Exactly.
7: Right. Exactly. And I believe his project or the gig he got was working with the step motor. Yes. So Correct. very similar. Um, big props to Woody though.
3: Yeah, and you know that's one thing that's worth noting is that, you know, he's been involved with computers for years and A lot of these old school guys, there's a lot of old school things still in place. Like, I remember there was this project I was working on years ago where they had this machine. It was for a physical rehab center, and these were expensive machines. And there were a few places that used them throughout the nation. But when parts would fail or the software, it's all DOS based. They had to have this old card that was. What, what did you have before PCI? It was ISA. The I, ISA. ISA cards, and the ISA card was everything. Every, all the hardware inside the devices was all like basic relays and switches. This was the bread and butter, and I was. I saw. That, I was like, dude, software can replace that entire process. <laughs> but finding people who have that old school knowledge. And being able to upgrade some of those really expensive pieces of hardware are not so easy to find, you know. I mean, there's, like, COBOL. Uh, you don't you don't have too many people that that's young that learns COBOL. Well, if you go to a community college, you'll probably learn COBOL. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but I also think uh, most organizations suffer from the, it works. Yes, it could be done cheaper, but everything's running now. That would be an effort.
3: Yeah, and then when it breaks, it's really worth a lot to them to get it working. And that's where, I, where like some of these older cats can come in and really uh, make things work. So I'm happy that Woody was able to yeah. to land that gig. And then we had uh, a forensics demonstration Christy. from Christy. And it was good uh, when she was allowed to talk. <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, you know, she went over the software and demonstrated what it was able to do and kind of gave a basic forensics overview for a lot of people who weren't familiar. There was a lot of questions from interested people. One guy kept asking me questions in my ear while she was doing her presentation. So, Who's she that? I, some
4: guy. I don't know. He was sitting behind me. And, oh. and that was the first opportunity we had. Chrissy uh, talks a little softer. The first opportunity we had to use our, our new uh, equipment that was uh, bought with donations to DHA, so thank you for those people.
3: Yeah, how many donations like like not money wise but like like how many donations uh, have there been?
4: Well there's people slipped twenties in my pocket before. <laughs> I think it was for DHA, I don't know. But on the Meetup site there's been I think four or five. That's awesome. Yeah. I I uh, I think that's except meetup screws you, they take like
6: 2.38%? I thought you said that. 10%. Yeah, it was
4: like 10%. Yeah. Like 5 or
3: 10%. My God. Yeah. we got to figure out a different... You know what I think might work better is something like Flatter or Patreon. Like Patreon, you can subscribe for like 5 bucks a month, and of course they take a cut, but that's consistent money and it's not painful. That might be something to
4: look but at. I, I don't know, because well, one of the things is... It's been done because people click on the button that's on the. Uh, right. I'm not going to turn down money. Of course, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't want it to repay. become. I don't want to ask. I don't want it mm-hmm. to be anything about that. I don't care. This is this is what I want to see happen.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's a passion well, project. I, yeah. Well, I didn't even know that you could make donations, so that might be something to bring up, you know, as part of the uh, the opening. Mm. You know, hey, you can make donations. You know, at least put it out there. I'll, I, ma- I'll, I'll make. Tinker, Horace. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right.
3: <laughs> He's got the loudest voice yeah. in, in the whole nation, so he'll he'll be able to do that. And
6: he, he doesn't mind hoarding himself out. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> He's got those crazy eyes it will make people actually just do everything. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> and he, likes so he like, can go away <laughs> <laughs> And his break the internet picture,
3: uh, well I mean that's that's an example of him hoarding himself out for a cause. So uh Moving on, you know, we had that forensics, then I did a talk about uh, uh, it's like a workaround for cloud computing storage. uh, Cloud storage, not computing, uh, cloud storage. For uh, Amazon Cloud Drive, where you can use their photo storage to be able to upload normal files uh, to an unlimited amount. Uh, And you're
7: testing, you know, 500 bags.
3: Well, yeah, I tested, like, I had an image that started with around 7 megs, and then I went to 75 megs, and then I said, why not try 500 plus megs, and and those three images uh, all were able to be uploaded, and it didn't count towards my free usage. So, thanks Amazon, and now have unlimited cloud backups, so that's awesome, and then... Uh, Annette did a, a little a little brief talk. talk
6: uh, count takeovers. for yeah.
3: Or magnetic strips at a movie theater. Well, give a brief overview. Too long, to getting like, read version.
6: <laughs> I was pretty brief in the start, but, uh, just using uh, magnetic strips, you're able to guess the next number, and you can use that to do account takeovers because they don't oscate it. They don't do anything with it, it's just an incremental number and so you can actually just guess the next number and then just write that number to the magnetic strip and then that um, number gets looked up in their database and then there's a value assigned to it and then you can use that value to purchase movie tickets, food, etc. And I did a reasonable disclosure, it took them about a year for them to actually resolve the issue, but they actually did resolve it. And she was a little hesitant at first, but didn't quite understand it. But I had to explain it a few times, and but they were actually really, really cool about it, and they were happy, even though they had to destroy the entire system they used, go back and rewrite the entire <laughs> thing, and it took them over a year.
4: You didn't offer your services for that. <laughs> uh, no, nah.
6: I just explained to them how they can immediately uh, fix the issue by when you when you use a gift card like the, on the old system, is to look on the back, is they actually physically printed the ID number on the card, and their system most likely showed the ID. Because when I scanned it on uh, the chaos, they actually showed the ID as well. So they can uh, validate. compare, validate the numbers until they got the system fixed. So I gave them like an instant out, you know, like, you know, mitigate the issue. And then after that, you know, you need to just change the whole way that it works. I wonder how much
4: fraud they had been suffering I doubt much. It was
6: pretty quick because the movie theater came up um, for probably like three, four months. And then I went there and I saw the Hobbit 2 movie and did a survey and I just got the cards. Both me and my wife got a card and I noticed they were incremental. So I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and so... I mean, is uh, there... Like, uh, for over a year, someone could have... You know, yeah, probably. I'm sure. There were. Done. I mean, I kept my mouth shut the, out the, the whole time, but I'm sure someone else might have found out about it. But it's, it was only one company. They have, there are 540 million dollar company, movie company, but it, Look Theater is the only one, in Addison. That's just a sole company, but they have different names throughout, um, right. Texas.
4: But you said you found similar ones in restaurant chains. And yeah. Things like that so the same weakness. I'm sure it's been exploited. Uh,
6: yeah and see you. that's what i I when i bought the mag strip reader writer you know i was just you know like, i doubt i'm gonna find anything at all this has been around for so long right yeah, i can't this believe is anyone else would have this vulnerability in here but i'm finding it everywhere
4: and and i absolutely shared your passion because john over well sorry uh NPC Schwag. You just attach the two names together. Yeah, I've <laughs> never put I've never put that with him. NPC Schwag over here gave me a card reader. The asshole. <laughs> On the day before, I had a final deliverable due. Yeah. That final deliverable was late. Because <laughs> magic readers are awful. Awesome. I, I save every single card I get. Every yeah. single, everything I've got stacks of them, and I just sat there all night running these cards uh-huh. through it. Yeah.
6: The only yeah. one I could never understand is
3: hotel cards. Oh, yeah. I, I can tell you all about that one. Because
6: day. I went to multiple hotels and they had the same header, right? And then it's only reading like the first part of the card. So that I think the way they're doing is they're using tracks one through three, and they're doing it like this way on all three tracks. And so they're they're not they're abusing the way the card works.
3: Well, it's actually uh, there's multiple companies have different. Uh, ways that they go about yeah. it, and the common way is a time-based algorithm. So, uh, like say for example, you have a card that's that's assigned to room one two three. Uh, it's given that room number and a timestamp of when it was activated and ended, and that's all a number that's encoded in that barcode and the door readers, and so. It, on some of these, they can be deactivated like the, uh, the readers in the doors will have like a, a chip that's some RF type system that has a base station, but a lot of them are just uh, a dummy machine that uses this algorithm. And so, if you have a card, and I've done this, tested this theory, uh, say you have the room for three days, right? You get that card, it's set up for those three days, and you cancel after the first day can still open that room for 2 days cuz it's all time based. Oh, okay. So if you can reverse engineer that algorithm, mm-hmm. then you've got everything. Now, yeah, well, that'd
6: be easy to reverse cuz you can just keep on doing it over and over.
3: Again. Or you can just buy the locks on eBay or from yeah. the vendor themselves, yeah. which isn't that easy eBay's yeah. your best but see, multiple
6: hotels have the same headers. Right. That's that That would, would be that would be from
3: the vendor. Okay. Uh, yeah and and I think it's called Vanguard Vanguard, the, something like that. It's like a major yeah. brand.
6: One of the fucked up things about it, though, is that their tracks aren't on uh, right. uh, ISO tracks. They actually offset it. Oh, yeah. And so I actually had a shave card. I actually shave the card more for to get it to read correctly yep. because the tracks were off.
3: Yeah, it, it. a lot of them don't follow the standards yeah, at yeah. all. And this one company, it starts with a V. I can't remember the full name of it, but they used to use a... And I think this was common before uh, Magstripe cards, it was a punch card type system. And some of these really sketchy older hotels will still use that. And uh, there was this one that I was at years ago. Uh, they used that. And they also had their Do Not Disturb uh, little sign was a plastic piece that would fit in uh-huh. that card. And it'd stick out and say, Do Not Disturb. So I just like... Got a pencil and put the key over it and just drew circles over the correct holes and punched them out and I had a key to that room <laughs> indefinitely because it's just used like the, the little punch card based system. It was hilarious. Uh, but yeah, th- there's a lot of people who've done research in it. There's been yeah. multiple DEF CON talks. But uh, th- a lot of the newer stuff's moving towards RFID, which opens a whole new, oh, yeah. new spectrum of oh, fun. Yeah.
6: There's one in Dallas that has the RFID things.
1: Yeah. So on RFID, uh, I actually have the uh, HID long-range reader that... Uh, of course I have you do. One right yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm working on a, a project. Actually, my team is working on a project that's going to be... Uh, it's going to pretty much streamline the entire process. You walk by somebody. We're trying to get the, the maximum read, so we're amping up the... Uh, Power. what's the max you've gotten so far uh max we've gotten five feet oh wow because
4: I've, I've got about two to three feet
1: yeah so we got five feet because we, we actually had to pump power into the uh uh maxi props yeah uh well the actual wire mm-hmm. uh, the, the reader part uh pump power into it and then actually have a, a circuit that's going to prevent the power from coming back into the reader circuit so okay. we had to cancel it all out uh but it'll read about 5 feet. And we're trying to get, you know, 10 feet, 10 foot of read on it. The, the, the problem, um, I think, once
4: you start getting too far is if you have multiple cards in the field, then that confuses the hell out of it. So you yeah. still want it where you can focus mm-hmm. on the one single
1: target. Yeah, but, uh, like, if you go into an elevator, you uh, so and that's one of the hmm. things we're trying to figure out, is if you walk into an elevator and you press that thing on, it will collect them incrementally. But if anything's in the, from my understanding, is if anything is in that field
4: of rank, all of them return, and it can't read any of them. It's like when you yep. when you try to scan in, and you've got your two cards. Yeah, it, the reader won't let you in. We end. have
1: we actually do have a, a guy on the team who's uh, pretty good with that kind of stuff, and he's he's actually working on some kind of a, a way to filter, right? yeah, separate them out. Um, and which then will it will be completely epic. But uh, we uh, probably do it by time
6: based. You can filter by time. So you'd have to create
1: something else. It's not part of the hit reader. Hit no. reader yeah.
4: No. Yeah. Really do that. But so, yeah. like
6: as the time comes through, the information from one card will come faster than another one. Right. So if you have the time, you might be able to split them. Oh, yeah. well, you, and, could, and that's, uh,
0: you could uh, filter out the uh, interference because yeah. you know how long it's going to take to respond.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that that might be something we can look at. You know, actually bump power up incrementally so you read them incrementally you know, so it'll push out you know uh, uh, one mil or one uh, basically one, one increment only reads you know up to, up to a foot away and then you know I see, every yeah. six yeah. inches yeah. after that you know bump it up so that you're reading at a certain range mm-hmm. every, every time and
7: then filter out the ones you already have
1: yeah well uh, uh... but but you know so we, we based this on the, the Tastic uh, for those who don't know um there's a company out there, and they have this, this uh, one that's called a Tastic, and you can build it yourself with, with that reader. And it's an extremely complicated process to actually clone a damn card because you need a rooted phone. You need to be able to transfer the information to that rooted phone, and then you guys basically sit in a bathroom stall and try to uh, copy it over. But you don't <laughs> actually get to write it to a card. You have this crazy big, looks like a, a miniature uh, a record. And that's what you use to, to badge in. It's absolutely insane. So we're we're basically going to be streamlining the process to where we're going to have a little holster that has a spot for a writable card, and you switch. Basically, you, you go to read mode, and read to all the cards. Um, you have a, a display. You can select the card you want, hit the button, it writes to that card that's in the slot, and bam, you just walk on in and do your thing. Sweet. There... Uh Basically Isaac.
7: the RFID equivalent of the coin. Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> it's going to be epic. Yeah, sure, uh, well, I have actually you... go back to my car and clone it
4: and something. <laughs> <laughs> could you, just, could uh, you do, do something. Something. Yeah.
3: Well, well, there's one thing. Uh, did you go... Uh, when we were at Route 66, Isaac. Uh, did you go to that RFID talk? It was at the end of the day. Uh You would remember it, because it was... I want to say no. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Sean Satterley from NetSource Secure, uh, he and this other guy created this uh, RFID cloning system that I was super impressed with. I mean, it was small, and what they did was they embedded it in a 3D-printed rock, and... (laughs) Oh, yeah. i I heard about that. Yeah, and they put it outside, like, in a like a potted plant by the door of a hotel that used RFID cards. And it was able to have a pretty decent range. And I mean, this thing was tiny. I held it in my hands, it was small. And they were able to clone the cards, but how they did it was they used FRS radio to to uh, broadcast it to a laptop that interpreted all the information remotely. Uh, you know, you have like a two-mile range on FRS. Uh, so they were in a hotel room and they just uh, connected to that device over FRS, and just broadcasted it, and they were able to get it all. That might be something you might look at. I think, yeah,
6: absolutely. I think the coolest RFID shit that I've ever seen was, um, RFI- i only seen like one paper on it at all, ever. It was a RFID virus, is what he called it, but basically he had a valid code, and then he put SQL injection Inside of it, <laughs> and so the programmers never actually sanitize the data coming from the RFID frequency. because they assume it's valid. Because they assume it's valid, and so he was actually able to shut down SQL, uh, shut down the servers using SQL injection and just,
1: just owning places doing that. So, at it's well, a Russian that did that on his license plate, right? Yeah, yeah.
7: <laughs> so in the case where you're including an SQL injection attack with the RFID data itself. What is the default policy there? Is it uh, a default allow once you can't? You
6: just have to have the, the starting character, the, like some valid characters, and then the breakers. The 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 is is, it, yeah. fail is, open there, so is it a fail open, open. <laughs>
7: once the server crashes and is no longer yeah. available?
6: Oh yeah, that depends on the policy and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm sure it depends on every system. But then like, what if you just do like a one equals one? So it's always valid.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah, but we uh we also had a talk but who what was his handle or name? I didn't catch that. Uh the one with uh the beard, which is so generic in InfoSec, oh, everyone has no. beards. Yeah. Noah. Noah, yeah. He went over uh I don't know. I had to go. I had to go pee when he, he started, ah! his, so I didn't even get
5: what the title of his PNC? presentation. Like we, we have like very yes. similar things. I know, uh, but we're connected. Yeah. Empathy generation. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: your, your cycles are in, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. in sync, yeah. You
3: You spent too much time together. What, what was the, uh, what was the uh, premise of that since I missed most of it?
5: Um, basically, as a social engineer or not as a social engineer just trying to communicate with folks, um, you have to generate empathy in order to be persuasive. Um, his opening example was if they detect that it's all about what I can get out of the arrangement, they're going to be less likely to cooperate. Uh, the overall example was communicating with your management or the C-level and getting them to buy in to whatever your program is. Uh, he referenced multiple models uh, in establishing some level of int- intimacy, trust, and uh,
4: Reliability, confidence.
5: Yeah, but um, he touched on the. What was it the equation of.
4: Trust equation.
5: Yeah, the trust yeah. equation,
0: the, uh, um, spin the selling,
5: thing. and then he had
0: four of his own tips for talking to C level. It was like uh, four quick uh, lightning talks. And the, uh, first of which was The Trust Equation off of, uh, David Meisters, who has actually written a handful of, uh, very interesting books about how to communicate and, uh, do that sort of thing. Uh, then the second was The Spin Selling, which, uh, makes me break out in hives a little bit, but, uh, you know, I was like... I understand the importance of that but uh, yes and the fourth was how to talk to sea levels how sure. to break it down into pastel pictograms for the uh, executive levels because you yeah. know they can't use all their words and <laughs> all that so we have to print print uh, pretty pictures for them see I, I disagree I think that
1: when, when doing social engineering, which I think was the the whole point of his his talk, is to go technical. Because the moment you go technical, everybody shuts down. Yep. yep. Yeah. And, and I found that the moment you say you're from IT, they instantly ignore you. <laughs> <laughs> which, if you're talking to a CXO, you don't
4: want them ignoring you. It, yeah. for, for, you know, the, it, the one who controls accesses, the just the to to a computer. Yeah. 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 I, just well, I, I think he was, he was oh. trying to say here's some methods. That, he, talking uses, every, that yeah. he uses every day that might be usable by a social engineer, but
0: he said he wasn't oh, a social engineer yeah. at all. I, I took it as this is how you sell your services to the people, yeah. so that you can use he, your social engineering to the lower levels. Well, he, he was portraying the basic, basic
1: concepts of, of you know how you would interact with people to get them to trust you to give you information. Yeah. So that was the point of, of that particular talk.
0: Um, I think it was strictly about how to get people to like you. Yeah, you social engineer the CXO to get you to uh, social engineer everybody below him. <laughs> I just get, I, I gotta tell him that I need to do
1: network maintenance and then he lets me on of the computer. <laughs> I think all,
6: I mean, I don't do any social engineering at all, but. You're married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: Uh, Every day. <laughs> Every day. <laughs>
6: but, fuck. No. I think honestly it's all about like hot reading, correct me if I'm wrong, but there is no one way Yeah. for everything. Exactly. It's nope. always adapting, always just uh, like is I think it's called mirroring. Yep. Where you just mirror other people and mm-hmm. you just do what they do. Like if they're upset about being at work, you're upset about being at work too and you're like, fuck. I know, right, this boss fucking sucks, you know, making his work on Saturday. Or if they're smiling, you're smiling too, and I was like, it's a great fucking day, let's do this. Like, that's just always what it seems like to me in social engineering, is just match, like, figuring out quickly is what level they are, and then just trying to match it, and then just then raising it a little bit, and then trying to get them to follow you. Well, I,
1: I think that that's accurate to a point, but in my, in my experience, in my perspective, you shouldn't be sacrificing who you are. Okay. Because you, you can tell if I'm being a fake ass. Yeah. You can tell if I'm, you know, lying out my teeth just to get information. That, I think that was one of the points of this talk was, you know, basically, uh, uh, what was it? Ba- basically be yourself. Mm-hmm. So when I do my social engineering engagements, it's all, yeah, I'm, I'm watching what everybody's doing, but I'm not going to sacrifice who I am. Okay. To, to meet that because then they will pick up on it yeah. Well, well if, if, if you're, because uh, like you had the badge and
4: I believe if I recall it had your name mm-hmm. on it, uh, mine never does, mine has this persona that I've created mm-hmm. and I can make that persona anything and, and so I, I do some mirroring, um, I definitely found uh, success in that but it's because the, the hardest part for me was I, I tried to figure out why social engineering engagements were so difficult for me And, uh, and at first I, I said well you know I don't mind sending out a phishing email. I'm dealing with computers. Even though there's no. a person over there, I never see them. And it's like, I don't like lying to somebody's face. Well, that was bullshit because I'm married too. <laughs> 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 and I think I finally realized what it was is I've built my entire career on trust. You know, there are people a hell of a lot more talented than I am. At DHA, there's quite a few of them. At uh, DC214, there's quite a few of them. Um... I used to say it, maybe. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, is, sorry. You're on tape. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh,
6: that was a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> that was just uh, funny.
4: No, um, but I, you know, whether it was the military, law enforcement, everything that I've built has been a, you should trust me. And that's what I have to sell because you're not going to hire the necessarily the most talented kid because he may not be trustworthy you know, especially if he's like some people we know. Um,
3: <laughs> I've had this talk many times <laughs> from him. He's told me this whole concept many times. No, but,
4: and then when I'm doing the social engineering, I'm looking this person in the eyes and all I'm thinking is, you shouldn't fucking trust me. And then I feel so wrong, you know, because I, everything I've built is, is to try to reinforce that trust. Um, but I think the mirroring's great. Uh, what you, you said you've had success and maybe that's because of um, you're being true to yourself and the smiling and being happy and whatever is bringing success there because I've had success there, but I've also had tremendous success bypassing front desk security, flashing a fake badge while yelling on the phone I'm pissed off, nobody wants to deal with the pissed off guy. Yep. Um, so, you know, it, 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 it. I think you really need to adapt to the situation, but uh, you know, and play um, what the cards are dealt. Not yeah, a a quick
3: wit is a huge part of it, thinking yeah. on your toes. And, and to segue into... Bubbles presentation. Uh if you would oh, like sorry, to sorry, we were there. Well yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> it's the official segue <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> into it. Uh for the people who are listening who weren't there. Uh you had one hell of a presentation Ooh, at yeah. the end that uh was really, really awesome. Like When I was sitting there, we were laughing, we were giggling. I was giggling uh, nonstop, nonstop because (laughs) because it was. was Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, uh, uh, It it was probably one of the uh, okay, like Kevin Mitnick's book, Art of Deception, Art of Intrusion. That's the kind of shit you would see in those books because that just uh, it was a dream come true. And if someone wrote it as a movie plot and you weren't authorized Scorpion. to access it. <laughs> ah, drink, drink, everyone drink. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, uh, please elaborate, because that was very enjoyable to listen to that whole entire
1: presentation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, the, the company I work for was contracted to do social engineering against a major casino chain, and uh, they, they were pretty cocky about it at first and said, uh, yeah, we're pretty sure you're not going to get anything, and... You know, we're, we're basically paying you to rubber stamp something. and uh, Well, we yeah. only had a, a day and a half, and you got what you got? Each, yeah. Each site, right? and, and, and that was kind of the, the hard part was, you know, that was the real challenge was that we only had um, basically uh, um, 36 hours to own each casino. And, and, you know, and um, I was out there for seven days, and it was 1.5 days each. So I, I get on, you get on site and, you know, the fun begins because you don't get time to sleep in 36 hours. And uh, so you get on site and I started my recon. I did uh, several hours of recon. Uh, most of the time the first day I didn't do anything. I just sat and watched, had a beer at the bar and just kind of checked things out. And then, um, you know, it came time to action and, you know, man, that'll, that'll pump you up real quick. No, You know, you don't need sleep when you're on adrenaline. And uh, it got to the point where, uh, you know, we were sitting next to security guards and heading them up and having a good time, and at the same time hacking into their network and, and uh, collecting their passwords and just continuing the conversation, you know, asking them about things. And uh, as, I said, as I said in my talk, you know, at one point, the, uh, the chief security guard, their uh, security manager, actually... security manager, right? <laughs> now ex-security <laughs> manager, probably, uh, handed me, basically uh, told me the... Uh, keypad code to get to the the executive offices so um just by being happy and basically being who i am because i'm a very very happy optimistic guy i don't really ever let anything get to me and um i really enjoy just laughing having a good time and, and telling jokes all the time and uh what happened was uh I stayed happy. I stayed positive, and every time I saw somebody, I smiled, nodded, and eh, how you doing? And every everybody at the casino responded to it. I was uh, in the in the last casino I was in. I was downstairs for about uh, about two and a half hours. I was down there hanging out in the uh, smoking break room, and every time I passed somebody in the hallway, I'd you know smile and nod, and they'd smile and nod back, I'm like how you doing? Having a good night? And they uh, yeah, they enjoyed my presence. It was nice. Well, uh, if you don't mind,
3: this, what I'm holding in my hands right now is the What are you holding in your hand? <laughs> it, it's the most important hacking tool he had on his trip, you would say, probably. You'd agree with that? Next
1: to my beautiful smile. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Hey, he emphasized smiling was an important part, but this hacking tool that I have in my hands, it's uh, really, really nice. You have a... Uh, uh, a clip on it for you to put on your uh, shirt.
1: Oh, the microphone's under the clip, too.
3: You have a Yeah, you have a mic. I see the mic. No. Oh, oh, under. Uh, yeah, the mic is under the clip. And, and it's also a camera uh, with what a 4 gigabyte, probably,
1: or one. Eight, it go, it's an 8 gig. It goes up to 32 gigs of uh, micro SD. I mean, micro SD. And uh, what was it? like? Now you unscrew it here. You unscrew it there. You actually have two, uh, two modes. There's a video mode and a picture mode.
3: Ah, you can just switch it over yeah. if you want to do pictures instead of video and and it's a writable mm-hmm. pen i see the the yep. pens in there so he had a pen camera which allowed him to record a lot of interesting things like the uh keypad being pressed and yeah. and get, gather evidence when he gained access after having that that's that's what i find is the uh the best out of all of that is of course you had Cali and use your tools, but this is classic espionage type stuff, and that's the thing that I feel InfoSec is, well, I I guess I'm overstating that, but classic espionage and InfoSec are completely intertwined. I mean, you'd be oblivious not to think that. That is something that you would see James Bond use in the 60s, (laughs) and... Now we have guys who are geeks that are now utilizing these spy tools to be able to pull it off pretty epic things against corporations and not nation
0: states. So well, uh, tools you can buy at Brookstone, yeah. <laughs> in the airport. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that that was the part that really got me because I mean, you so the, one of these casinos in particular used uh, keypads on their doors. And that in itself is a huge vulnerability because anybody watching somebody go into this place, they could be watching from across the room and see what the code was. I mean, he wasn't trying to hide it whatsoever. And that four-digit code, which was extremely simple and (laughs) is probably going to be the first thing anybody would actually try if they were trying to brute force, Um, it it basically cost the entire company... A uh, couple million dollars worth of information um, from the information I found in a, in a tiny room on the other side of the casino. What, so, what
3: would you say was the most uh, disturbing or interesting thing you found in that pen test?
1: Uh, for the entire engagement. Yeah. Um, well, there was there was really a lot of things. Uh, I think the most disturbing would have been that uh, they were using Windows XP <laughs> uh, on a lot of their systems. Uh, the gaming floor was full of Windows XP systems. Uh, granted, they were highly controlled, but, you know. Highly controlled XP is still Windows yeah. XP. Yeah, but if you put the password on the monitor, yeah. like like yeah. they did, then highly controlled means really nothing. Because yeah. now I have a password. <laughs> and this, this It actually gave uh, two passwords, the network password. You know, for the Active Directory domain, and of course the local administrator password for the uh, the jackpot application,
3: which I can't imagine uh, is something that no one couldn't remember. First off, you know what I'm saying, like yeah, I, uh, there, there was no password complexity. Yeah, less than
6: eight characters, I'm sure too. So well, looking at the, the image, that,
3: but. it was. Let me think here off of memory. It was probably in that range. Oh, Tinker is arrived. Finally, we can start now. Oh yeah, no, please
6: don't. Um, Uh, Please don't start. Grab a seat. Please, please. yeah. Wait, go ahead.
4: Okay, let's start over. No, 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 no. No, no. Uh, What I found most disturbing in your talk was uh, your colleague, who from his hotel room was able to get on that the public wireless. And infiltrate the gaming systems on the floor. That's
1: yeah. Well, that was really, really tactical. He's just that good. Like mm-hmm. I really would contribute that to his his personal success as a as a uh, penetration tester. Um, but it was still happening. Yeah. It's still
6: yeah. Happened, so. <laughs>
2: it was still possible. It was there was there were pivot points to it. Which yeah. Blows my mind.
3: If this was a movie. You're saying he would be the guy who lived in his mother's basement and we're that all they same. call up, and he's the he's the
1: guy with the 50 screens? Maybe I, that's how I still technical. maintain that I would be George Clooney. He might have been Brad Pitt. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> Everyone wants
3: to be Clooney. Um, <coughs> I mean, he's such a man. He is. that, but that yeah. was, that was a, uh, a really good talk. I, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall, which... Your pin basically was. <laughs> um, uh,
1: that the pin just facilitated. uh what, it's
6: all right. No, no, no. Um, anybody could have done. I mean,
1: okay. I think that the most crucial point to that was finding the right spot to sit in order to actually see what was going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so basic understanding of of how people are working. You know. Uh, there was a wall there, and there were there were tons of uh, uh, slot machines around that I could have chosen, and I, I picked that one for that for a specific reason uh, because it was a one of the closest to the door. So using a seven twenty the uh, <laughs> camera, and uh, there was a wall right next to the door, so he actually would have had to reach out and and uh, do that stuff. So uh, that, that's why I picked that particular location.
3: Well. uh... If you can disclose, how many of your team, like, as far as, like, percentage or whatever of casinos that y'all collectively hit up, did y'all end up compromising? Um, I'd say about 95%. (laughs) Oh, man. So, uh, for those listeners, do not, uh, go to a casino, uh, basically, (laughs) because... The or odds are against you're you. Attack it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man, that's that's crazy. That was enlightening to me. One thing, uh, the, the the I don't know if we,
2: we we brought attention when you were sitting there. Um, you, you picked a great spot, obviously, uh, and, and you had your camera set up. Uh, but the one thing that you mentioned was you lost about you know, twenty sixty dollars or what have you. Uh, I lost twenty. Lost twenty dollars because you weren't paying attention to the slots. you were paying attention. To to your scope, to your outlook. And you said an old lady came by and kept trying to... to, Yeah, uh, she
1: was trying to teach me how to use the slot, because apparently I was doing it wrong. And you're just
2: like trying to buzz her off, kind of thing. and to me again, if we're thinking about movies, you know, that, that that's that crucial like yeah, tension point. Buzz off, lady! I'm trying to. No, I'm going to teach you, and that would be what blew your cover. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is that you just weren't so bad at gambling you that you're like, I'm just hard trying hard to, team. lady, come on, get out of my field of vision. I'm
3: trying to get more than the twenty bucks. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I just I found yeah. that quite interesting. Yeah, man, like <clears> that is probably one of the best little stories I've heard because. Everyone thinks so. You watch the Ocean series and you're like, oh man, how would I go about doing that? And hell, y'all did it with no, like, I mean, literally a pin. And some Cali CDs. I mean, my goodness. I mean, That's they so- created like you know, and they had the guy who flipped around. Right. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> no lasers, he didn't lasers. Nurse the plan, man. <laughs> you didn't need lasers. You just literally walked in with these people and just befriended them. That <laughs> the head of security, <laughs>
1: What's up, man. <laughs> you rooted them oh, with I, a smile. Honestly, when he walked in the door, my I, I, my heart actually skipped a beat. I was like, man, here comes the damn taser. Yeah. <laughs> like. I puckered up, just waiting for <laughs> 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 it.
4: I've, I've found that so much the case, and maybe being true to yourself, whatever you were talking about earlier. Um, I have a colleague who comes up with all these like really in-depth, crazy pretexts, uh, and uh, he, he defaults a lot of times to the food delivery guy, mm-hmm. and I think it's just so that when he fails, he has a pizza to eat. <laughs> <laughs> have you? That's genius. genius. That's a shame <laughs> eating. <laughs> Exactly. You're listening, now. but but he uh, um, he's he's getting more successful, but he's not that successful. And mine is, yeah, I kind of mimic, so I look somewhat like an employee, but just tailgate, just pretend like you're supposed to be there. And if you if you make yourself different, if you make yourself the UPS guy, it can work. If you make yourself the food delivery, it can work. But now you're automatically an outsider, right? Yeah, yeah but at and some the po- point,
3: but you have to, you know, like you look at their uniform. And what he told us, he was wearing jeans and a hoodie. Yeah, so, I mean, that makes it that much
4: more impressive. But I'm saying, from a success of mine, it's been, I don't go out of my way to to come up with these incredible pretexts. It's just, I go in there. But I would think,
3: I would think that a dude in a hoodie would be a red flag versus... A guy who's wearing Are,
4: Are you profiling? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Really? Yes. Jesus Christ. A guy
3: with George. a button-down shirt—not yeah. even something special, but maybe a uniformish type. You know, button-down with with khakis would be the IT support but, guy. Versus. But no, you're, you're still hood. thinking.
2: You're still thinking. Again, this this is one flaw that hackers will have. Is that. Every system can be, you know, uh, broken, everything can be hacked, so I'm just not gonna worry about that kind of thing. Right now you're thinking like, I'm an attacker, this would seem odd. Think about it from the flip side. This never happens to the guy. Nobody ever comes in this brazenly. Well, of people. course, right. Well, and that's the thing is when well, there's, there's nobody ever
4: comes in, period. Period.
2: <laughs> you, you might yeah. get you might get attacks from the network, or you might get guys that scam on, on the on the floor. Nobody's gonna have the balls to be in there. He comes in. And this guy with freaking either big balls or he was caught flat-footed.
0: Right. And had bearing. a smile, please.
2: And he, well, yeah. no, But he yeah. had bearing. He kind of went, oh, hey, like like you disturbed him from, yeah. you know, the networking. And he's looking at you like, you you can't possibly be there. Like, What's up, man? I'm nothing much. And then it
1: kind of went through there. Well, I get that. I, but well, it, so so my panic was literally internal. There was no Yeah, exactly. Showing. I mean. Yeah, it's uh, a bearing. You know, yeah, that's the military bearing yeah. going on. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, I, as soon as they came in, I just had this little shit-eating grin, like, "Hey, <laughs> guess what I'm doing?" Yeah. And uh, you know, there's like, oh, there's a stranger in the room," and I'm like, "Yep, we're yeah. everywhere." But
3: but even you admitted that with your uh, appearance choice, that was like a, kind of a uh, a middle finger, kind of like a, "Hey, let's see how far we can go." You even admitted that because you oh, had absolutely. other people on your team who were tryhards. And then you were, like, not even trying.
1: Well, see, I don't agree with the, you know, going the the distance with the uniforms and all that stuff, because for anybody who's military, who sees a military movie, we can pick Pick those those uniforms out. You you get that uncanny value. I I think it's
4: a bit generalized. Uh, You know, I've had success. I I, I did uh, an attack against a uh, warehousing company that... um, all of their forklift drivers, all of their warehouse crew, had blue khakis and red polos. They had their logo on it. But um, so you know, hit the hit the local uh, uh, Salvation armies yeah. the and stuff. Didn't find one, so just got a red polo, put a, a blue uh, blazer uh, jacket over it, and uh, and went in. There's a picture. I don't know if it's still there to this day, but at the time there was a picture of their uh, comp- uh, their employee appreciation. Luncheon. Did you make play of the month? I'm no, but I'm sitting there eating cake in the picture, <laughs> in, in my red polo and oh, slacks because I look just like you know. Oh, that's yeah. awesome! Well, it, it, I love that you ate the cake too. <laughs> like, <you're laughs> like this
3: was my pre keto <laughs> days. <so. 'Cause laughs> the cake was yeah. not alive.
2: But my, no, if, 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 it was simple, if it was, if it's a simple uniform that's like like, like a, a a workman's uniform, or if it's something like. Hey, everybody here wears polos, everybody here wears a tie. Oh, yeah. yeah, you can easily get into that. Yeah. Now, if it's something like where they yeah. wear very specific. I mean, military is one thing. I mean, yeah. you can tell a guy if he doesn't blouse his boots. I mean, who, yeah. who here knows what blouse his boots oh, are really? unless, yeah. unless you're in it? Yeah. And and you're creepy. And right. uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, NIT-6 raised his hand and then shook his head. Uh, but, but things like that are a little different. And, yeah, a, a Marine would look different from an Airman, would
1: look different from a Sailor, so on and so forth. But. Yeah, but if I were to even attempt to look like one of their guys, they'd be able to pick me apart. Right. Right. So... Um, while we did have guys who were mildly successful, we had, we actually had a guy who, uh, who found one of their it was a fleece with the the logo on uh, eBay. Wow! And nice. he, he purchased it. Yeah. And they instantly caught him. Yeah, sure. That's, of course. He, then he went to the loading dock wearing that fleece, and they, they knew what that fleece looked like, and they knew that it was bogus. So they kicked it. They picked sure. him up and said, "Nope, go away." Yeah. So uh, it, I, I just went the, the simple route. I mean, if I'm not going to focus so hard on the uniform because there's no way I can match it without being
8: mm-hmm.
1: busted, then basically throw them off their stride and, and wear a hoodie Yeah. see how they tolerate it. Did, did you talk well, about getting... good? I was just going
6: to say real quick, like the fact that you have a get-out-of-jail card has to play
1: into your... Confidence level. Confidence level yes. or something mm-hmm. like that. I mean... It would be so much harder if you're actually a criminal. Well, not really, because that get-out-of-jail-free card is... That is a very I mean, You still get tased, but... Well... <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, but... Uh, <coughs> the fact is, they might not believe it. I mean, it's a letter. Yeah. But at some could, point, you're getting out. I mean, if you're
8: eventually friend you're friend getting out,
6: out unless well, you get shot.
1: Not. But Yeah, but when I was on site, I got caught one time out of three casinos... I get caught once. And that was because I did the dumbest shit you could possibly you do. You get out. <laughs> and I walked into the security office. <laughs> because did that you know you were walking nah. in there? Yeah. Oh, I okay. saw the tag on the door and I said, hey, yellow. I, oh, yeah, I know <laughs> what you're talking about I did yeah. that on
2: Deus Ex Human Revolution, and it was a bad idea. So I know exactly <laughs> what you're well, talking about. The, well, the,
1: the, our email chain that we were <laughs> passing around basically said, hey, this is the last day. Yeah. Go all out. Okay Push him See how far you can get So I was like Opportunity presented So I, was, I took it I was going to ask You know And, and that was funny uh, He caught you mm-hmm. And then he left Yeah, which, He walked away which, for a which, period to, uh, to verify my story And talk to IT Because But I
2: would have had you Like if, if I was that guy And I happen to call, I, I would And I've done this At my own company mm-hmm. And this isn't even my role um, I, I, I saw, go <laughs> no figure, I just, I, there was a cleaning lady, I took that,
6: yeah. out. <laughs> I can see that,
2: for my defense, I didn't recognize her, alright, I know <laughs> all the cleaning ladies, so, um, we, you. we're sure you do, <laughs> poor Rosetta, <laughs> poor Rosetta, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, the question would be, yeah, so I know you got a lot of stuff while you're there. Why didn't you try to get out, et cetera? Was it that it was the last day and you're just, maybe he comes back to see if you can bullshit your way out of it or yeah, what it was, was pretty, your mentality? It, it was
1: pretty much, um, we, we got to the point where we had, we'd had so much information, so hmm. much knowledge that it was just like, just go the distance and see who you can push and see how hard you can push. Sure. So, um, I, when I, so I, I spent most of the time Downstairs in the break room because all the doors downstairs were all locked and uh, there was pretty much no way I was going to get in without getting getting noticed on the cameras. that I was checking every single door as I was walking by. Pull up so the lock you know, <laughs> off the camera. Well, I you. had my lock set with me, but uh, <laughs> never never had a chance to use it. But uh, so I, I, I'm walking around after about an hour and a half or two hours in the, in the break room talking to people and. I happen to see this security door It's literally wide open and I just I looked in there I saw you know some people that were kind of busy doing their own thing and I was like alright fuck it yeah so I went in and basically testing their security guys and then I got busted well I mean good on them but you still had
3: that time where you could have if you were a malicious hacker you could have Potential, I would doubt you would have gotten out of there, but you could have made a dash to the door at the very least.
2: Maybe he was a suicide hacker and he had some guy, all he needed to do was get in, throw a shell, and take the taser. Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> as a legitimate hacker, I had all the time in the world. Yeah, right? exactly. So,
7: And even in those 25 minutes that the guy afforded you, you could have thrown a pivot point mm-hmm. somewhere.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, uh, and there, was, yeah. there was a door in that room that I could have gotten out of. Exactly. You know, if, yeah. I, if I wanted to make a break for it, that would have been too easy. But, as as a malicious attacker, I could have waited for the right opportunity
8: yeah. and not right.
1: walk in that damn room. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, me, as the pen tester, and, and for this particular assessment, I'm assessing these people. How are they going to react to some random right. guy in a hoodie walking into the damn security office like he owns the place?
3: Yeah, uh, and one and a half days is not... <laughs> at all what a malicious hackers or, or group is going to They're going to yeah. spend a month, months, years, years <coughs> in, scoping, yeah. planning, pretexting, and planning Working it out.
4: there. In real estate, it's location, <laughs> location, location. And, yeah. yep. in, in pen testing, it's reconnaissance, reconnaissance.
3: You're going to have insiders. I mean, how hard is know. it to get a job at a, at a casino? If you look at the job listings for... At uh, the Windstar Casino, it ain't hard at all. And you could work your way in and get comfortable. And if it's as lax security as what you're showing in your pen test, then, you know, uh, it would not be
1: hard for someone to at least know schedules of people yeah, and yeah. Well, just being know there, the routine. It, Hell, just being there for, you know, a, a few hours, they changed out the guards every two hours. Yeah, see yeah. it's okay.
7: also important to note here that Winstar Casino is not necessarily the casino that is oh, no. oh. being discussed arbitrary. I'm just giving
3: that as an example of a casino that's near us going very you guys sue big. anybody,
2: sue uh, whiskey
4: neon. Uh, <laughs> he's under the bus right now. That's fine. <laughs> um, quick question on methodology, uh, with the get out of jail free cards, do your does your team routinely fake them once you get them to uh, represent like contact information under your control? No. I've had before where it, the first thing I do is, is fake it <laughs> mm-hmm. so that I have the numbers refer to people that uh, are waiting for my calls.
1: No, we do have, uh, we, we don't do that with our get-out-of-jail-free card because then we're uh, starting to screw with the actual assessment. And then when we do present but the real one, they might not believe it.
4: That, 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 that's valid. But um, I've gotten out of so many cases where I present it. Look, I'm supposed to do this. They call, they verify with my colleague. Yes, he's <laughs> supposed to do that. And Jason E. does that. Nobody should
1: ever trust anything I give them. Right, exactly. yeah. yeah. That is and super we, meta. Oh and my we God. definitely do that. Uh, I actually have a set of business cards that I take with me. Uh, and for the few times that I actually do use my use an alias, which is extremely rare, because uh, I, I love me. <laughs> 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 okay, want, George Clooney. And I want everybody to yeah. know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Remember my name because you know when you come after me like in a few James months. you James Bond. <laughs> but you the were told you weren't
3: allowed knows. back at 1 Casino cuz you pissed the guy off so bad. But yeah. that guy probably won't have a job anyway <laughs> yeah. so well, fuck him. Oh no, th- Hey, this, good that. This, this, guy, this guy's going to get fucking cuz he's the one
1: that caught me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, this guy's getting a fucking promotion. Well, but not, I, I, a I retract my. Manager it's. Yeah. But it's more of methodology. I do have that, and I do have a, f- a few contacts uh, that are not within my company that, uh, you know, they do have a couple burner phones that they will answer as a certain person, and they say, yeah, yeah, you know, so-and-so is here to do this, and so-and-so to do and I, I've got that set up, uh, and there's two different numbers on there that when one person answers, it's one story, when the other person answers, it's another story. So it's basically whichever one I'm going with, I can, mm. I have options. Right.
3: I like that idea, though, of having the fake get-out-of-jail-free card just to screw them over a little bit more. And you could even use a fake company. Like, I remember there was a guy a little while back who just did an experiment to show... Because, like, basically what he was doing was he was trying to get through to Google that he could manipulate Google Local at the time, which is kind of integrated with Google Maps now, when you search for a business... You'd get that directory, you know, the, their address, the location yeah. on the map, their phone number. He was able to put in fake info and have it verified. And so when you put in for this company, you would get his fake results. And so to drive the point home, he did that with the FBI. And so for a couple of FBI offices, he had his PBX set up as the number, so people who were reporting shit to the FBI was calling his PBX that then caller ID spoofed their number to the FBI. So everything was going through, but he was recording all of it. And he walks into, and I think it may have been the Secret Service as well, but he walks into either the FBI or Secret Service, and he just hands them the recordings of people reporting stuff. And he explains to them that he's been trying to get Google to fix this, and he has no ill will. And how that guy did not get screwed, because I'm I 100% say, yeah. sure if I did it, I would not be <laughs> yeah. here. But he was able to not only get them to be like, holy crap, this is a cool dude, right? Like, thanks for this. And they were able, obviously, the FBI has a little more clout than some researcher. And they fixed they fixed that hole, which I'm sure you could still easily use today. I mean, how hard is it to set up a uh, phone number uh, with a VoIP account, create a website, create a fake company? I've done it. It's not hard. And if you had a little fake company that you set up for your pen testing purposes, I mean, my no, God. No, the,
4: the, the get out of jail, free card actually, it's it unique to every client mm-hmm. because they sign it, they have their position, to the who they're supposed to contact, whoever. And it's mm-hmm. a forging of that, take their signature off, put it on mine. And it's got the numbers under my control, but it's their letterhead, their right, everything. Yeah. And so,
2: so it begs the question: Is is a valid attack vector? If you have that, can you immediately go up and say, "Hey, I'm, I'm doing an audit, quality assurance. Here's the credentials. Go ahead and call these. We need you access could, to but, your computers and, and yeah, do that. You, you can do that. Yeah, because there's a
3: lot of pen tests that are done that aren't like this, like covert. espionage covert yeah. thing. It's You're walking in to do an internal pen test, just a a normal pen test. They call them like audits. Right,
6: right, right. an audit. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. I'm here to do a white box. I mean, that's where you (laughs) ring the door, you go up to security, you flash your badge. Hey, I'm here for this. I'm here meeting this person, et cetera. Or I need you to call this person, and I need access to uh, this, you know, so on and so forth. At that point, you're just completely up front. I need access to your computers, please.
4: I mean, is that valid? One of my favorite, actually, is just... I have a harness that Lena built, my wife, um, and uh, holds the laptop that I do my wireless assessments. So I'll have that open and come in and go, uh, I've heard there's some wireless problems here. We're doing some. <laughs> there's always fucking wireless up. problems yeah. everywhere. They'll let them look in my face at once. They're like, we, we don't, don't have, have wireless. wireless. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, your you, pretext. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's the start of a porno. I mean, <laughs> I'm like here to check your yeah. wireless, but we don't
3: have wireless. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. do it now. Well, let me, do let you me. want wireless? Yeah. Because
6: I'm here to give you wireless. Yeah.
3: Let, let, let me show you my hardwire connection. It's Ethernet.
2: Cat Oh shit, that's yeah. really thin. What do you want, layer
3: one or layer three? Whoa. But anyways... One uh, involves a handshake. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that that was uh, that an was amazing that. presentation. Thank, thank
2: you me. for ending it. I'm sorry for... I didn't realize you were going to speak. Yeah, we, we had so many uh, uh, talks tonight. Let's try to wrap it up so people can talk. And you look at me like, you son of a bitch. I'm like, you can talk, you can talk. I'm but glad, yeah. It ends like that, and, and that was awesome. So, yeah. so thank you very much. On, I appreciate it.
3: The, the the Coker wasn't there, but the, there was a new lawyer there.
2: Yeah, um, did anybody talk to him? I, I don't no, know.
3: he left before his presentation. Like what kind of lawyer was he? I like don't he know. He said, hey, I'm a lawyer. He right? did not look like a lawyer. Yes, to he me. did. Hey, he lawyer. did to me. I don't know. But anyways. Um, I'm a lawyer. Yeah, I'm going to become a lawyer now, too. <laughs> I'm a minister. I'm going to go to DeVry <laughs> and get my law degree. Do so. <laughs> uh,
2: i <I-T-T>. Paral- <laughs> Paralegal as it is flows by. Tentals. And some states'
6: paralegals can handle certain cases now. Yep, so definitely. Uh,
3: but yeah, we had some great talks. Uh, I felt like I didn't bring much to the table because the rest of them were pretty damn good, which I'm okay with because I don't feel like I ever bring much to the table, so it was uh, awesome.
0: No, uh, no. Uh, oh, pasha.
2: I you, You're getting to the point, Whiskey, that it, it's kind of like Dustin and I. I. I've got, I guess, two talks in my back pocket, just in case somebody honestly doesn't have anything to speak. But we had—I mean—how many people do we have tonight?
3: We, we was, already did the count. Yeah, we yeah. covered. Someone this. counted less than what we had rsvp so we're going with the RSVP number. Right. Yeah, so we, had <laughs> we had
2: forty, yo. Um, but but yeah, we, we had a really good turnout, and, and at that point, that's where you start kicking it to to the crowd and having them just. Oh up, yeah. And up
4: so. How, how many were there? It depends on if you count Whitney or not. I, we <laughs> always, <laughs> always count Whitney. Whitney. We count you. You are part we of that. We count team. all three of you. And,
2: and your fiance. And, so. and
3: unfortunately, there was going to be one that would have attended his, uh, uh, a kid named Brian, but he's eighteen, so he couldn't go. So. Oh, you're
2: kidding! Mm-hmm. Me. Yeah, but but Brian, know, if you're yeah.
3: listening, you know uh, we're trying we to cover. You. Yeah, we're trying to cover everything.
4: Bring your dad. I mean, I don't well, know no, if Talk yeah. to the owner too, because uh, I've one of the previous places, not the not not uh, Alan Wickers, but our temporary place we went for yeah. one month. I, no, they. The say, smoke cut. Smoke <laughs> cut. Yeah. Smoke they cut. they they said I could take responsibility for it. They they wouldn't go down to kids, but. Right. Um, for a private he's 18, club, he's eighteen. He's 18. For a private club,
3: though. Yeah, yeah, but tavern's a private club too, right? Like oh, technically, it is. It is. It is. Well, yeah.
5: before they had abandoned the Unicard system, we were meeting at a place in Dallas, and <sighs> if you got there early the guy wasn't at the door yet. If you got there a little late, the guy was at the door and swiping everybody's license on the way in. Um, Mad hat at the time had spoken with management and they agreed anybody coming to our venue or our event, they wouldn't swipe their cards. So even though it was technically a bar 21 and up, we had Cookie, who was I think 17 at the time, Sure. And he was there every month. Yeah. So it, it really just depends on the establishment. So as long
2: man. as we don't let them drink and they don't yeah. go ape or anything like that, yeah. as long as we're responsible. Reduction for that, of risk. Yeah. yeah.
5: Well,
3: it's yeah. one of those things like some people can look like they're underage and some look like they're overage and they're yeah. not. So carding is something that none of us want our ID swiped at a hacker meetup. Since, since no. the first time that
4: that yeah,
3: had that issue which right. is great. Yeah. But I, I'd like to be able to see someone who. Really wanted to go, be able to yeah, go. Yeah, definitely. And, no, so, absolutely. Well, I but, mean,
2: yeah. I mean, we can talk about that, especially if it's over eighteen and we take responsibility. Um, I, I don't see any reason why we couldn't do
4: that. That's yeah, my son. son. <laughs> no, I mean, no, seriously, like, yeah. Seriously. Like, yeah. Why not? Yeah. He's all our son. So, <laughs> so, so if you're listening, Brian, sons.
3: we're working on Brian, it. I know where we'll get you in. It's it's cool. Yeah. And uh one one cool thing uh, that's we didn't have a uh, an after hours last month because we had a snowpox apocalypse Snowmage and again. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and so we've had some new things uh come up with and now have a wireless access point that Wirefall has set up and Uh, Well, you can explain the streaming and all that kind of stuff.
4: Yeah, uh, for presentations, one of the issues sometimes is uh, uh, people not being able to read the wallow text on (laughs) the projector. So set up that I can, uh, any presentations done on my system or anybody who's running this screen task program, um, anybody connected to our wireless, which doesn't have internet, but just our local wireless access point, can view in real time on their tablet, phone, laptop, whatever, just by going to a website, they can see what's what's on the screen. So that's nice. We also have uh, full audio gear. I bring my uh, my PA system, but we got to have a wireless now that uh, bought with donated funds. Again, hmm. I, we started the, started the meeting with that. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the snow, uh, I did have something to add on the... Uh, snow-acalypse how do you say it snow Snowmageddon. snow um evidently the the weather was coming from one side which was the side that I needed to load all my gear in <laughs> <laughs> and uh there was half an inch of ice on it when yeah. I came out of there and I could not open the door so I I, I went through the driver's side and shouldered open That's awesome. the awesome the, <laughs> the doors on the side of my van um I thought I just ripped off the uh the uh, um the ice weather stripping the weather stripping thing yeah i thought i just ripped off the the weather stripping on the bottom and it's like ah so what um the doors weren't closing right i figured it was because of that uh my wife took it to our mechanic and uh, uh for something else you ripped he's the like, door like i broke the hinges off those fucking doors yeah! <laughs> 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 That's awesome. wow, damn
2: you've been one this ketogenic diet <laughs> man you've been <laughs> breaking yeah. shit yeah
4: so uh, yeah uh, one. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, I think
3: Mr. Chin's gonna depart. He fell asleep on us earlier. So you've been, you've been nodding off, yeah. Man. That's, yeah. Right. So we appreciate uh, you coming out. Yeah. Right, good so see you later, man. Cheers, yeah. man. Drive safe. Be safe. Yeah. And uh, let's see. So you, you got some sweet gear now. We're 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 stepping the game up. Uh, Starting from the bottom, now we're here, and we're going to have the website. I've got the server, the VPS set up. And then we just got to point Yeah, we got domains, we got Twitter now. We've got... uh,
2: We got our Twitter feed. Are are we pushing a a hidden server or hidden service with Tor? Not
3: yet. That's going to be something that we'll be setting up. Uh, Uh, You and I will be setting up. See, we never elaborate. No, 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 the IP
2: is hidden. No, no, it's hidden. I, I'm going to go on like <laughs> Reddit onions and put this in the official like hidden wiki. I don't give a rats ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very hidden, now. No, yeah. it's not.
3: It's linked everywhere. There's like seven of them.
6: But and just don't put it on are, the same server.
3: Yeah, no, that's cool. But there's but, uh, a, yeah, there's a lot of progress being made and uh, to connect everyone outside of DHA meetings. Yeah. So. We'll have a lot of fun with that. We're, uh,
2: we do need to get at least a, a, um, a website to put these podcasts. In. Yeah, yeah. Well,
3: there there is a RSS feed, uh, do you guys and need the works. Server? Huh? Do you
6: need another server? Yeah, I yeah. have like five IP addresses in France. If you need them,
3: yeah. Why not? Uh, how about you, uh, you mirror the site, and yeah. by mirror I mean that you'll just be, <laughs> just <doing laughs> you'll the, be the primary one, yeah. for now. You'll it's it's gonna, save it's me it's money. you in a data
6: center with four terabytes, I mean. Well,
3: yeah, I, numbers. I, I mean, the less I it's have to legit. pay. It's all
6: legit, I mean, seriously, it's all legit.
3: Well, the, the, the least amount of money I have to pay, the better, because yeah. I got a lot of expensive projects I, I to pay 70 orders. a month anyway, so. There you go. <laughs> Probably overpaying for that, but, you know. No. no. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're doing we're doing a lot, aren't we? Like it's it's starting to
4: become a big deal. Yeah, we have uh, I think the last check was 290 members. Yeah, it's yep.
3: it's it's growing significantly on Meetup, uh, and the uh, the DHA podcast is already on SoundCloud. But so for people who don't want to download MP3s, so rather stream it or on their phones, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. It's on there. Okay, and that'll be. Uh, posted on uh, the meetup group website all that good stuff. I'll put it out on Twitter, yeah. yeah so so. Um, one thing that... that yeah, um, I'm on Twitter. Oh Yeah, waterfall got on Twitter. Yeah,
2: yeah. God. He's D-H- Twitter, yeah, DHA-hole. Yeah, DHA-hole. Yeah. Oh, I
6: think it's a whore.
2: No,
3: hole. No, no,
6: no, no, no that's a-hole. Like a-hole.
3: <laughs> and <D-H-A-hole>. that's more drinks. What I ever yeah. do yeah. to you? And DHA-hole.
2: DHA-hole. Follow uh, waterfall on that. Um... Yeah. I, I did dox the guy who has your Hashtag actual BG wire BG call, and he's kind of <laughs> falling off the of that, But he—he's down in what Brazil or something like that.
6: You need a freaking <laughs> dox oh, you. six on an, um, Twitter. What's that? You need a uh in at six on Twitter.
2: In that six, man, that freaking uh, avatar is. Uh, no, no, that's in at three. Oh. Oh, in a wow, Oh,
3: stole oh really? Okay, actually, yeah. I'll see what Wait, I see. am I even following you? Because the one Missouri. I'm following was like some hot chick. Yeah, yeah. that's me. Ah! Okay. <laughs> no, that's, that's me. I was like, wow. Really? A, a hot You're girl in Infosec. That's a rarity, you but... Uh, we
2: got
8: a sec. <laughs> Info Infosec. <laughs> info. <laughs> Infosec. Nymphosec.
2: Okay,
4: Nymphosec okay, yeah, is yeah, a whole new spell. Let's That's a whole thing. Let's tone this
2: sexism down. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, with all that in mind, I would like—I uh, I like the idea, especially as we're getting a lot of uh, a group up of um, doing uh, collaboration. Uh, yeah. Um, I personally uh, like the idea of like bug crowd or the open source uh, crowdsourced uh, bug bounties and things like that. Um, it gives a really good—and um, I might actually do a formal presentation on this—but uh, it gives really good practice. You know, you, you shoot your paper targets uh, as much as you can, and then uh, you know. CTFs and Crackmes and all those are, are really fun, but these are live systems that it's, it's open as long as you follow the rules. Um, it opens up to, I want to say about 40 different systems, uh, uh, bug crowd, until you get up a reputation, and then they'll open up uh, bigger ones to you, etc. And that's fine, but I, I'd like to be able to get into maybe a collaborative effort on there or just having fun, and we can then put those exploits uh, on, uh, on the website, kind of build up the, the group uh, reputation. Um, <clears throat> the other big thing that I really like is I, you know, big proponent of, of FOSS, free open source software. Of course. And um, I, I like the idea of doing pro bono, um, just from time to time, a pro bono a pen test against theirs, or reverse engineering, or fuzzing, or whatever, because yeah. you know they don't have enough money for a for a bug bounty. Yeah. Um, Definitely. And, uh, so, it's not like so,
3: everyone has a true crypt type crowdsource you right. know, audit going yeah. on, and it's
2: very needed. And, and there, there's a lot of work being done with the Free Software Foundation. There's some others I, I found where they actually did bring up charity money to then pay out bug bounties, which is a really cool concept. Yes, it so is. So what you're talking about basically is
1: Hackers for Charity, DHA is about Yes. Yeah. Hackers Charitable for, hackers.
2: Yeah. Hackers for Charity, will actually go out and build things. We want yeah. to break things for good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um,
1: so, I don't know how many of you know who Johnny Long is. Oh, yeah. 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 No, yeah Johnny Long's awesome. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Hackers for Charity is yes. his, his big thing. But it's actually real charity. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. He goes to
2: like, African yeah. villages yeah. and builds yeah. up, you know. No, no, no.
1: Well, his Hackers for Charity uh, program is you, I think you, like you sign up better. into this sweet. program and a company that can't, aff- like a, a non-profit or any right. company that can't afford a, an actual pen test will get paired up with a pen tester who, who's sure. volunteering his time. Right. We, so that's, that, awesome and that's that? been, that's been around for years, yeah. years. but nobody no,
2: uses it. Well, the like the, it? the other flip side of that okay. is, it's is good. that I, I, I like being proactive, I like choosing my targets because it's going to be, it's going to be systems that it's we long, use, yes, so, yeah. you know, there's tails, <laughs> there's hoonings, <laughs> oh. um, there's, uh. Uh, various I two
3: P needs an audit like yeah. a yeah I two P
2: various uh, 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 CRIP software um, and, and comms you know th- those need heavy <laughs> heavy yes. attention the um, comms
3: especially the six projects I, that are in heavy use that I've notified yes. haven't fixed anything yet exactly
2: and so and, and so what you start doing is. You know, I, I, like, I like coding, but I'm never going, I hate the idea of be, being a developer. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and I've gotten to the point where I'm running out of time so <laughs> for what I can study, and I'm gonna be pushing more into offensive and pen testing that it's like, look, I could learn coding and just not be as good as what they could actually do. That's fine, don't worry. Um, and, uh, but honestly, if I get really good at, at pen testing, then I can use that to audit the code that I want to support. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the big thing. I, I, I don't think there's a huge heavy push on it. There's some folks down in, in Austin, I don't wanna I'm not gonna burn any names, but they found a uh, they found a vulnerability in I to P, but it was specifically within the implementation of tails. Right. And man, they held it. They they, oh, they, they put it out there like they were we got this. Ha-ha. yeah. I
3: will I will say that they were were just Supreme uh, chodes over <laughs> what they did. And, and, uh, and it was to bring a name about
2: themselves, mm-hmm. but I want to be able to do that and say, look, I did this, and, and responsible disclosure, because again, these are like five man teams kind of thing. A lot of times. Yeah. Let them fix it and then fucking brag about that. I don't want to become like the superhero, the fucking white knight of the black hats. You know, I don't know.
3: But, well, uh, it's like the projects I've contacted, there's one in <coughs> particular that a lot of people are looking at in the post-Noden era yeah, uh-huh. as being like a an awesome uh, communications tool. Uh And it is, it's user-friendly. It has everything that you would want on the crypto side and on the user-friendliness side. IRC? Uh, I I said user-friendly. Yeah, IRC (laughs) with OTP is like, Right
2: there, Yeah. <laughs> How long did it take us
3: to get OTP
2: to Jesus work with fucking IRC? fucking was broken? I can't even remember. Yeah. I was
3: using IRSSI and you were <coughs> using Pigeon and yeah. I thought it would never work. But, you uh, to work
2: in with them. Yeah, uh, but this
3: particular oh, project, there's literally <clears> one <throat> little piece of code that they need to add that I gave them uh, as far as their codec implementation. Right. That we, but they're not going to do it. But they haven't done it yet, and it's been a so, good so bit of time. So, yeah, not take time. Yeah, yeah, well, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, it, it's I, the I, Phototonic, uh, and it's, you know, if you're going to use ZRTP, alright, you need to follow the spec, because it was... It, it took everything into account, all attack vectors that you will see from researchers in college who think that their shit don't stink, they're just attacking stuff that's already been addressed, and this yeah. one Stop. simple just codec, just it's so simple if they would just implement it. At some point, and I state this very specifically...
2: At some point, responsible disclosure has to become full disclosure. Oh, I know. And so, I'm giving them time. So what you need to do is, and, and if you're going to be nice, I recommend making a very public blog post. well get sued. <laughs> well, no, well, well, they aren't going to sue me. It's an open source project. They don't right. have the money to sue Right. And so <laughs> what, what you need yeah. to do you know, is... I
6: thought he was talking in general terms. Make, right?
2: make it... Have they responded back to you at all that, that, they, ha- that they have a timeline? No, no. But okay. I mean, so, uh, so, I think
3: it's going to be soon. I'm so just not wait, happy because Wait for them simple. as
2: long as you can, but if, if they don't respond back, make a blog statement that you have it and that you will disclose it in a month or whatever right. um, in order to press it. And when they do, disclose it. But but make sure, especially with, with open source projects, especially with things that people rely on, it needs to have the security audit, but you also don't, don't want to be the douche.
3: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, that's my thing. It's because the second I make that blog post, yeah. everyone's like, oh, shit, I can't use that. Look at TrueCrypt. What happened yeah. with their cryptic you know let's not use it anymore you know i stayed up all night because i was so worried because i had just had a an impromptu crypto party mm-hmm. with guys who live in a very very bad country yeah and i taught them comsec OPsec and these tools and i was like oh my god if i jeopardize the lives of people yeah. i know firsthand It's like when I was in a high school all over again with Chinese activists that just dropped (laughs) off the grid. Like, I I couldn't handle it. And so this kind of shit, I hate seeing when something that is... uh, Oh, it could be insecure. The reputations are ruined forever. Because people don't really give a fuck about what sure. ends up happening. Sure. They're like, oh, fuck, it's it's not secure. And some assholes referring to that blog post yeah. three years later when someone's asking, hey, can I trust this? No, it's been fixed. But yeah. some dickholes are ruining it for everyone. Right. And I don't want to be the guy who's enabling that dickhole because I don't that, like that, dickholes. That's fair. Um, a lot of that also has to
2: do with the project itself. So Tor and Tails in particular... They're very good about saying, hey, here are worries that we have, right how oh, yeah. are doing? They're very open about it. Here's the tax. if you know about it, let us know. And it's about the constant iteration. I think people that use it, at least to some certain extent, know that. So, yeah, obviously, if they're not getting back to you very quickly, well, and they don't have the space, maybe that's an issue with them.
6: If you're doing stuff like that, you need to understand all your attack vectors. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's the, the thing. that TOR makes is that they know they have
4: yeah. attack vectors, and you just have to mitigate them. Or well, they, they know or, they have nation-state attack. vectors. yeah. Yes. Right, but but you have to take any an software though.
6: Yeah. You have to know there's some attack. If you don't think there is, then you're not using it correctly. You're not having the right. But ideology. you have to
3: understand. We understand that. But people who are given this stuff from sneaker net and, and countries where they can't even go and trust that they're getting the right website to download the stuff, sure. that it could have a payload attached, right? Like these people are, they get some, you know, word oh, you use Tor browser and you'll be able to access. The internet without any kind of censorship, right? Oh, cool! I want to use it. They don't know about attack vectors. All they know is that they want to be able to read the fucking news. Yeah. And then you have, um, you know, uh, these whole offset concerns that people don't even think about. And that's <coughs> my concern is when I'm sitting there teaching people this stuff, yeah. who are going to be in those environments. I have to explain this to them. And they don't even think about that because they're not technical. Yeah. And the problem is, is we have all these tools that are not made. It's almost like you have to have a five-hour course on this is why all these tools don't help you at all because your habits have to change. Right. And there's not a technical solution to a lot of that. Yeah. But when we throw Tor Browser out there and people are using it, they don't understand the attack vector. and if they could read it, it'll be in English, which they don't properly understand because <laughs> they don't even speak English. Right. It's, it's, it's but, a problem that you can't really blame it on the users per se, and you can't blame it on the people who make the software. That's the nature of like a doctor or something
2: along those lines. At some point, you got to step up and you got to try to fix the situation. And, and, and you, you do it methodically and with a lot of care and a lot of thought, right? But if, if you don't step up and you might lose people, and I'm not saying that lightly
3: at all, but who else is going to do it? Oh, I get that. But, I mean, if you're at – look at the Arab Spring, right? Like, that was a huge revolution. Sure. And what do we have out of it in, you know, a big picture? There was people, boots on the ground, protests, risking everything – but yet, a lot of these people still don't understand why why they can't even use Tor Browser and yeah. why they should use it in ComSec. Yeah. If they were yeah. given encryption, they wouldn't understand the, the threat model, attack vectors, etc. So, there's a huge problem with that, I feel. No, yeah.
2: absolutely.
3: And, and that's what I'm saying.
2: I, I want to get a lot more uh, activity headed up. Are you going to go in there? Yeah, I'm working
3: on it. Have fun. NPC um, yeah, swag is...
2: Is, Checking is, out, is swagging yeah. out. There he goes. You don't have to shut the door. We'll leave you alone. Um, I'd like to see the, a lot more like collaboration. You know, we meet, we meet yeah, monthly. Yeah. We talk in between, but you know, start getting something under the ages of the name oh, yeah. so, you know, would, would be really neat.
4: Um, you, you're here. Oh no, it. I was just going to say a, a, a personal pet peeve. You brought up uh, um, countries or, or, or regions where you, you're not even sure of the website you're going to. The validity of that. One of my personal pet peeves is that all of the software you download, just about anywhere, mm-hmm. first of all, nobody checks the hash software. Well, of course. I do. But no. <laughs> and you do. We do. And so, what does that buy you? That the website well, well, you're you the freaking on. software yes. from, yes. has the same thing, so if it was compromised, they're going to change both the functions. Of course. So, so the only thing you are trust is a digitally signed hash, and yes. how many places do that? Right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> almost <laughs> none. Almost so, none. You know, right. So it's like, right. th- what the fuck? You make it really difficult to validate, because most people don't understand the hash. Yeah. Anymore. Right. And, and then it buys you nothing. Yeah. You know,
2: put there are very few, Yeah. There, there are very few places. Like, so Tails is digitally signed. Hoonix is digitally signed. Um, and, and you could argue that, uh, say, signal through iTunes, et cetera, that those are digitally signed to a certain extent. You don't check them. <laughs> yeah. You're not the one checking the digital signature. But th- there's an aspect of it. But but you're absolutely right. You know, if, if you post up the God forbid the MD5 hash, but the the the, the SHA sum, yeah, um, uh, on the website, and there's nothing else, yeah. The the the, closest the website
4: they, you're downloading the software from. From yeah. yeah. So
2: so if they if they if they're not if they're not corrupting the binary in transit, so it's not a, a, a malicious end node in Tor, for example. Uh, if they are corrupting it from the actual server itself, yes, it, ideally or not ideally, uh, they could corrupt the actual signature itself. Um, the one thing that I, I have found, for instance, I, I my, my VPN provider, um, who you love. Oh God, I love my VPN provider. Oh, I'm gonna try not to talk oh, about cool him. Guy. Crypto Storm, yo! All right, so. Um, uh, uh, they, they had a, an SSL cert, I think, for like um, one of their connections. Uh, I think it was just to the website. But it came up as, as there's something buggy about it, and, and I don't like it. I reached out to them via Twitter, so uh, 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 externally, if you will, and said, hey, here's a fingerprint I'm getting. And they're like, oh, that's, not, that, that's an old one. It's not malicious, but it should be this. And they went and updated the, the cert on that. It was a very small edge case, and they put out uh, on a completely different server, different thread, their fingerprints as well. Um, there is uh, so there is with like DNS like outside mitigations uh, either uh, DFF's uh, observatory. There's various DNSX um, and, and things that go along those lines. But yeah, having some sort of uh, uh, verification of software. Well, it just doesn't exist.
3: Well, it, it does. It's just not implemented. I think that where the uh, the change needs to occur is what do we always preach. Decentralization, peer-to-peer is the way to do it. Right. So if you combine BitTorrent with the the Bitcoin blockchain technology, you can do this in a way to where it's signed, it's distributed, and you have public key encryption as a part of it. Um, the Providence at that point, where
2: yeah, the, it, the blockchain really it has not been
3: utilized utilized for,
2: yeah. at all.
3: Uh, the there is a uh, Twitter clone called Twister developed in Brazil that uh, uses a combination of BitTorrent and uh, Bitcoin blockchain to be uh, the blockchain to be able to distribute the the microblog messages, the sure. tweets. There's you Bit know. BitMessage too? Yeah, BitMessage uses the, the blockchain and it's like an email mixnet alternative. Yeah. Also, kind of
6: like a Usenet porn site.
3: <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I'm glad that I, we interjected. I've not dive that heavily yeah. into it. I just. Uh, uh, I, I, I am yeah. <laughs> thinking. I'm thinking more of uh, Bitmessage as a great. Uh, there are some email. awesome vulnerabilities in Bitmessage. Oh, of course, because it hasn't been audited correctly.
6: No, no, it's already like. I mean, it, just like any <clears> software, <throat> it's going through its cycles, you know. But you can actually send messages. As anyone else. It was pretty awesome.
3: Oh, uh, Well, Wow. Uh, but Twister has a combination of the blockchain and BitTorrent, and it's really awesome. Uh, Popcorn Time is a BitTorrent client that's got a Netflix like interface where you can open it up, you see movies, you search movies, and you're able to access uh, uh, movies and stream you them just instantly. Or you just and pump? Their uh, future updates are going to be powered via a combination of the Bitcoin blockchain and BitTorrent. It's going to be signed by them but mm-hmm. distributed via uh, BitTorrent and the, the blockchain for metadata. Nice. That is an awesome idea. That is the future of BitTorrent. Love to see it. Implemented, yeah. yeah, because the beautiful thing is, as long as you have a binary that's like three years old, you open it up and you're able to update it via. Yeah. The peer-to-peer technology. Yeah, yeah. And we,
2: so, whiskey's uh, floundering here a bit. We've got some really cool stuff happening uh, behind <laughs> the scenes. Yeah, we we drank a lot tonight. Yeah, Me what tonight. is
3: what is everyone drinking? I have Sam Adams. Uh, mean, so Wirefall hooked us up. Yeah, we scotch. Have so yeah,
2: we've got beautiful we've got, scotch. We got, got bottles, bottles, and bottles of Lafroy. Thanks to Wirefall. Uh, I'm having
6: amazing Scott. I'm Thank having you. some LeFroy. Seriously, this select. is just
2: really good shit. What are you drinking over there? Um, I'm no, no, drinking some, the
6: same. LeFroy the Macar- quarter, cask. Know, oh, the quarter Cask. Quarter Cask.
4: And then whisk, uh, some McCarthy's. I had, had oh, some yeah, McCarthy and then I had that oh, other
6: yeah. one too. The, the select. select.
4: Yeah, there's, the there's Lafroy
2: select, select. We got Lichenier here. Okay, so, Pepsi. Yeah, uh, Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi. You oh, know, Choice Select. Taxi. So yeah, n- none of us have any means here except for Wirefall who hooks a brother up. So that's awesome. Thank you, Wirefall. I never yeah. see so
6: much scotch in my like in one room besides that at a bar. There's more in my safe. There, yeah, he has a
2: safe of, with more whiskey Fuck because me. yes, we got six
3: bottles of scotch and I can't the any of these empty. So of I 50? think we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six bottles of
6: sky. Are you looking for a husband or?
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I,
2: I, it's not that I'm homosexual. It's just that I want to repay you, and I can't think of any other way out. <laughs> no, I just uh, want to live here. I just want to live here. Yeah, that's all right. So so, you know, can uh, repay
4: me by not doing that. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. So all right. challenge yeah. accepted.
3: So one last thing uh, <clears throat> that I think is very significant. It was a really cool attack, when we talked briefly at DHA. Was the uh, GitHub? Uh, Ddos. It's,
6: GitHub has been fucked for
3: so long. Yeah,
6: no, but
2: this dude, this is heavy, this yeah. is
6: this no, is no. It's early. been fully owned. Well, okay, well, we owned. A long time. Cool owned story, is bro. <laughs> from
2: no, this was like heavy denial of service. Yeah, bro. dude, this is See, this
6: denial server No, they were completely yeah, owned. Just, just, just Who cares oh, about, I'll, the I'll own just own
3: just about the ownership? Yeah. We're talking about the relevant thing that yeah, we're talking okay, about yeah, here. Which is the,
6: the no, denial services. service is so awesome.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. This can, one. Yeah, no, no, no. The, the,
2: this one's okay, impressive. This one, Yeah. Look. Yes, it, it's silly. Object. This was like
3: heavy. This is. Of, yeah. Heavy. This is a a, a
2: border router.
3: Injected. <laughs> the person who set up
2: the denial service that that's hacking.
3: Right. Yeah. Now. I'm sorry. That was legit. Yeah. Th- this was uh, just normal normal people who are accessing <laughs> Badu, which is the Google. Of China essentially uh, if you think of uh, Google is providing a lot of services here in the US and well other places in the world Badu is the equivalent in China they they run uh, the Twitter equivalent there I've been banned multiple times yes. from that uh, Search website. Tiananmen
2: square in Chinese Within Baidu, and you see nothing. Yeah. You see
3: beautiful pictures. You don't see Tank Man, anything like that. It is a uh, China-friendly search engine. It's the biggest. And uh, when visitors went to this site, and take note that China is uh, very well connected online. There are a lot of people in China who access the internet. Uh, Mm. So, uh, yeah, when you visited this site, you were also visiting... Via JavaScript code that was injected into your traffic, uh, two particular repositories on GitHub. Uh, one was the Chinese New York Times, and the other one was uh, the repo for Great Fire, which uh, is a project that catalogs all of the sites that the Great Firewall of China censors. Uh, so this
2: was a Probably a state actor. This was pro-China. This
3: was very much pro-China to where you would think that it was the Chinese government themselves or at least a sympathizer, uh, much like the U.S.'s jester. Uh, I mean, it could be someone like that. Right. Although or this it person... could just
6: be someone anti-Chinese trying to false play guy. the whole thing. But guy. man, I, I couldn't imagine.
3: Be... But what would be the
2: fallout for
6: that?
1: I yeah, guess? if I were Popularity. doing... Yeah, like, but if I were doing that...
6: China, like, you just put the... China China
1: Focus was right back good. on the
3: China saying, <laughs> oh, China's evil kind of thing. China,
2: yeah, but China's always evil, depending yeah.
3: on... Yeah, but China may have said it wasn't them, but... Of course no, Of no, course you know, North Korea said it wasn't them with the Sony Pictures hacking, And, and the FBI them. said it was them. So we have to believe them on yeah. that. Uh, no, but... IP equals ID? Yeah. This this attack was really <laughs> clever. And there was a Chinese uh, uh, re- security researcher who wrote a blog post that really detailed it nice and explained it. Because he just saw this as like, holy hell, what's going on? And he dug into it. And... Uh, but yeah, I mean that—that's a pretty big attack. And what happened was GitHub kind of had to—they'd fix it, and then the attack vector would change, and they kept playing a cat and mouse game. <clears throat> and it, it still continues. You cannot even reach those repositories as of like ten minutes ago when I looked. That's so, nuts. Uh, whoever is behind this really hates the New York Times <laughs> and <laughs> hates Great Fire.
2: So. So are they changing? So it started off as by doing this from a different popular domain. I mean, yeah, it, how is it, it, GitHub combating this? Well, or-
3: GitHub hasn't disclosed in great detail sure. that this is something that people who are either using Chinese VPNs or in China have posted about. As far as what I've been able to read about it, sure. and and uh, what's funny was if you go to the GitHub page at, at various points. And according to Kyle, it was uh, the whole site at some point. It would just have JavaScript code that, if you were one of the affected users, it would have a pop-up alert that said that malicious JavaScript was being used. Uh, like any end user would know what that means. Yeah. but uh, Okay. I it, would
2: like to search for ramen noodle recipes. What, was yeah. was, was
6: uh, well, if you're on GitHub. Kyle. You probably know what JavaScript is. No, 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 no. These Maybe are people these are who are going IPA. to like Google, yeah. oh. and they're
3: and the JavaScript code is making them o- open up. It's basically ddosing them. They don't yeah. have the the resources to handle that
4: type of traffic. Was it was it Kyle who was talking about the volume that like GitHub. Can yes. routinely do a like six gig. That yeah, you did not even notice that. Yeah, right. this was in the this hundreds was too, of gigs.
3: Right. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Like, imagine <clears> if <throat> Google redirected all their traffic to any website, <laughs> they would be down instantly. Cloudflare would not handle any of that. I promise right. you, yeah, they that, wouldn't
2: be able to scale. But, but that's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah, so that, yeah. that's nuts. I mean, and,
3: and think from the population of China. Yeah, you know? yeah, and Baidu is like. The Google, Yahoo, being you know that's yeah. their search engine. That's their one. I wouldn't say it's state sponsored because it is state sponsored. Well, yeah, but you know, China has this it's capitalist a- communist a- hybrid, but so it, it it's very both. Much,
2: it very much follows the rules and regulations. Exactly. That yeah, no, it, it's on-
3: not. On- it, it's not run by like, the state. Technically, it's I a capitalist in, uh, endeavor what? that is sponsored. Uh, do you, by you call the state?
2: Google state sponsored? Yeah, we're in a corporate oligarchy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 and and, and thus begins the rant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't. I no, no. But, but, but these there are, are they're, they're quite a all
4: bit. Of, they're backdoors into many of our organizations. Well, sure. So they would be state. I would say with ours. Co-op. Yeah. cooperative,
2: yeah, but but I'm saying in China, it's a lot closer than that.
3: Right, yeah, of course, but, but what I'm saying but, is, is this okay, is a private so company. Is that you're, yeah.
2: Neither here nor there, there right. there's an element in it, we can use whatever language you are, but yes, you're absolutely right, it's safe, authorized, we'll go with that.
3: Yeah, and, and I would say that this is, uh, if, if it ends up, which, I mean, I can't imagine that China would really care so much to take down the GitHub repos <laughs> I mean, because you can still go to the Great Fire website. Right. Yeah. So I don't really know. I mean, I guess a lot of people could access GitHub when other sites were blocked. I'm not really sure why they were DDoSing these instead of just adding something in the the U.S.-provided Great Firewall of China to yeah. filter right. out those repos. I mean, I don't understand why China would do this as a well, state act. So
2: depending on how GitHub reacts... Um, if, if they're doing something simple as IP blocking, which is, honestly, if you're going to block at the firewall, that's an easy way to stop a hemorrhaging. It's not necessarily smart or intelligent, but it will stop hemorrhaging. And so if, you, if you're getting all of this traffic from the cider the, uh, the range of, um, of Baidu, they're just going to block it straight from the firewall and then deal with it afterwards, bringing it from, from somewhere else. And, and what does that mean? It means that anybody, it might be that what they're trying to do is have GitHub block all access from Chinese uh, IPs so that any developer, so they can do their own filtering, that's fine, but their own people won't be able to access these different aspects, and it's, it's having the target block it for you.
3: Right, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, too. Uh, that's actually great insight, so... Mm-hmm. I tip my fedora to you, indubitably, sir, <laughs> indubitably. Can a
6: firewall even drop that much traffic? That yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. think
3: about it though. The, the, that's a lot so. of info coming. Out. I don't. And we're talking above layer would crash one. crash the
6: firewall. Yeah.
3: Depending on the firewall, but
6: I would think it would crash it just even just like doing that many denies. I mean. And, and if you if you if, if you have your properly set up, your logging denies. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 logging denies. Yeah. Well. You can log Some denies, log, log, denies oh log, log drops, uh, or you know, just ignore it or what have you. I mean, GitHub is robust, right? And so if, if they're not robust enough to handle the traffic, I imagine, and generally speaking, your firewall is even that much more. So, I mean, it's an IP table at that point.
3: I, imagine if uh, Twitter, if this was done to Twitter, what it we do to any website? Yeah. I mean, if it did it to Yahoo, I bet Yahoo would That's what I
6: get. It's like it definitely wasn't money cuz you could have made a lot more money putting javascript in to take down certain sites right you know like it, it, the there's a of the, lot of sites out there where you can get a bank taken right. down so so I look at, look at who they targeted bank. which yeah. is
2: information software specifically <laughs> whoa, information whoa, whoa. software
3: against um, yeah. Yeah. you
2: just brought in a
6: minecraft
3: minecraft A minecraft that Join bubbles uh, in this discussion. So awesome. Dibs, dibs, uh, and taking. But 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 that's
2: exactly. I mean, take a look at the target and who would benefit for those targets going down. The target very specifically are code repositories for information against the Chinese government. I mean, it, it's a it's a one to one connection at that point.
6: But is it uh, sort of the double thing, or is it actually it's like that?
2: I, that? I found honestly that. Yeah, this whole yeah. like layer upon layer, of the meta kind of stuff that occasionally happens, but Not inside, at yeah. this level, it's it's what just be direct
6: no, about no, it. Are you no, jerking no, off with the no, Minecraft
1: no, you axe? a <laughs> <the> little <laughs> the,
6: uh, the gavel. You is that what you're doing? Right? No, we need you this never to be a Minecraft? webcast. Why is yeah, this yeah, fucking uh, audio only? Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is some entertaining <laughs> shit. We got people throwing up. We got a <laughs> Minecraft axe. We got Tinker. Yeah. 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 No. 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 No.
3: No. cheers and no. fuck you in no. it no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I don't know I just I think that this is an interesting attack I mean I don't think yeah, there's yeah. been a a denial of service attack on that scale I don't before. know of any yeah. consequently Lizard this, Squad can't even compare no. to this Lizard uh, squad?
6: Yeah. Lizard. I love Lizard Squad well, uh, what's funny dude, is I, I, so awesome. I, I would love just to ride on a Komodo and
2: I don't know if y'all have seen Digital Attack Map today, but it was, they're, they're not only supposed to, to follow, it, it was quiet. Like, they're just, and what's crazy is, so, so if you throw up, like, Kaspersky's Map, or Fire Map, or any one of these malware-based uh, uh, cyber threat now that you throw up for C-Level, it's just beautiful dashboards, people come in, what does that mean? Absolutely nothing, but it looks pretty. Yeah. Um, IP Viking. IP Viking, man, my, my shit can't handle IP Viking, man, it just, it, it, it fills the memory and crashes. <laughs> um, but uh, what you'll find is, is, and I, it's, it's really awesome, if if digital tatmac is going apeshit, you got like the Christmas day just, oh, you know, flood of God, the Kaspersky map and the FireEye maps are really quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the flip is true, too, is, you know, if something's all soaking up, and I don't know if, if the Baidu to GitHub was being measured with digital tatmac, because obviously they have selection bias, but man, it was quiet and what you start getting a feel for is this idea of the actual bandwidth, the capacity of the global collective botnet. It can only, you know, point their eye on Canada so many things. And man, when everything's going like flooding, it, it can't serve malware. You know, when malware's going off Canada, and right now, Biden like everything is flooding this one area. It's like and everything else is quiet in comparison. It's because wow, we're seeing the edge of the capacity. Of of the global uh, DDoS capability, which that in and of itself as a concept blows my mind. It's pretty cool that that is.
5: I was looking at the uh, IP Viking map today, Mm -hmm. and just the whole right side of the screen would
3: just like turn (laughs) blue, and then it would all funnel into the US. Yeah. (laughs) I I think that we're uh, gonna have to have a. uh, some legislation put in place to protect there, us. No, no. We
2: can't do legislation because there's too much gridlock. If only we had a leader who could use his specific Yeah, executive powers. powers. Executive powers. We oh, call it God, executive yeah. powers. And the only problem with executive powers is <laughs> you can't use it unless you have something special going on. I like how you uh, just slowly put us at that. We, the we, we've got, we've got the, we've got the war powers because we're in a perpetual war against a concept, an intangible concept with no end in sight. But that doesn't help with computers. Computers aren't real. We need something virtual. What's the word for virtual? Cyber. Cyber! Cyber. Yeah, we need something with a cyber. (laughs) We can't declare cyber war, but we can. Um... Something that, that happens that that's scary. Emergency! Yes, that's <laughs> a great idea. We can have a state of We hilarious. can have a state of emergency with cyber that's perpetual because this emergency will never end. And <laughs> what what powers can the executive not exercise? If my for, camera I mean,
6: could work right yeah. now, I would so
2: like video of that. But, but I mean, yeah, I know so so President Obama on April Fool's Day, which confused the ever loving fuck out of me. Passed a perpetual, he declared a perpetual state of emergency. No, in, in the actual, don't don't read his medium blog. <laughs> don't read Erratus Securities. But it's sexy. It's on it. it is sexy, and it's easy to share it with friends on Facebook. Share. Don't read Arada Securities blog. Um, uh, Robert Graham, actually, it's it's a good blog. You should, but but read the actual executive order. And he goes, I'm declaring because of this nominal idea of. Foreign cyber attacks. I'm declaring a state of emergency. The state of emergency will never end because we will always have cyber attack. And so he's able to exercise these powers. He's able to seize assets of individuals. Mind you, this is sanctions against individuals, which I mean, I, I know we can do sanctions against like North Korea and Cuba, but individuals seize their assets because of it without due process, no notification either. And he says that from from here on out, we're just not giving notice. Um, but here's the interesting thing, the, the key thing that, that that I see as chilling is that if anybody profits off of this or, or, or is able to use this for their own benefit, you're not, they're they're put into these sanctions, well, you're not able to donate to them. So the big thing that comes to mind is WikiLeaks. You know, WikiLeaks will put out um, leaks from, from hacks, uh, you know, Bradley Manning kind of stuff or whatever, uh, or Chelsea Manning, um, and and we're not able to donate to them. Donating to WikiLeaks, this is not right now. The Treasury has not declared them as such, but this is this is a natural occurrence. It'd be like trying to buy cigars from Cuba, donating money to WikiLeaks, and, and that's well, we can do the cigars now. So now, yeah, you're right, but but that, well, that, we that could, could
4: before too. Maybe. Well, uh, well it
2: illegally, but that's what I'm saying. Gray market. Yeah, there's this whole prohibition against it. I, I don't know what the, the the consequences of breaking that are.
3: Oh, well, customs right. just destroys it. Nothing really actually happens to you. Okay, well, 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 cigars. What I'm talking about in this huh. sense,
2: you know, <laughs> we're talking about the important stuff. <clears throat> you know, important stuff. Yeah, awesome. <laughs>
4: but... And in this, in this sense the—the uh, the key was it has to be cyber-enabled.
2: Yeah, cyber-enabled. I mean, so if Internet is, of Things. Yeah, am I wearing a Fitbit while I'm punching you in the face? Is a cyber-enabled? You know, you know, and, you're and, using and a what, cell. Phone, your refrigerator. I mean,
4: and, yeah. and, and what I want to know is—is is how do I get the cyber-disabled placard? Because I want the. the that involves, the,
3: You know, I think Richard Stallman <laughs> might actually be considered as. As <coughs> you know, cause, like he is so against everything, he's what I would be. But, but I I the best have... spot on all the
4: interwebs. So I need a cyber dis- disability. Well, well,
3: no, no, you need a purple team
2: heart medal first,
4: <laughs> and yeah. then
2: get your cyber, cyber disability. And, and I, I, I thought of actually tweeting. I guess. <laughs> are you? Well, you I no, okay. this. I knew like, this. Now you're doing Tweety
4: great, man. What's okay. <laughs> Of a the hashtags of no, I didn't say it was a cyber challenge. I said they were cyber challenged. Oh, that's a really
2: long hashtag. That, no, it works though.
4: We can do yeah. that. No, just One There's hashtag always- of cyber challenge and another of cyber challenge. Oh, then see, yeah. you got it. You oh. got no, it. no,
2: now it's it's not challenge. It's cyberly differently able.
3: No, no, it's just. Uh
2: Hashtag you know, old. I'm not going to
3: be politically correct, so yeah. I'll just stop. You're a
2: jerk. Yeah, that's all right. Hashtag so old. Old. Yeah. Hashtag lolz. Well, <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah, no.
3: cyber enabled. That's so generic. I hate. I hate how they can just like, huh, how can we make this apply to anything we want? it Well, that's to? the whole point. Yeah. Like, God damn it. But no, no,
2: that's why. That's my big thing is like, I cannot think of any edge case of any special power the executive holds under special circumstances that is not currently held for perpetuity. It, it, it's
3: Well, if you look at, uh, the PBS did that amazing two-part series on the United States of Secrets, is what it's called. Oh, you it it. it. it was about the whole Snowden leaks and all, all that good stuff. Sure. Uh, but they talked about the legal framework around making all of those programs legal. Right. And it was important to note that Dick Cheney's signature was what authorized all of those draconian Um, programs. And they found the legal framework. So it wasn't like, hey, is this legal? It was hey, how can we make this legal? So And that's what they're doing. Like they're literally putting into law via executive order a generic Yes. framework for future abuse.
2: So, in, in studying trends, because that's what a lot of us do, um, you can study how various democracies have gone into tyranny. If you, you say the Stasi... I, I will not say the Stasi, because that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about how, how, do, how do democracies fall into dictatorships? How, how do democracies go... So, Rome is a good example. Um, uh, Germany is a good example, because it was a democracy. Um, but uh, But you look like um, Tsarist Russia wasn't really a, a democracy; it was a little differently. Um, but, but if you start looking at a lot of these uh, uh, governments, you'll start seeing that because it's under a rule of law. Rule of law specifically states that those in power are held by the same uh, standards as those uh, um, uh, as the citizenry. So you start off with public, open, transparent law, and everybody follows that. When you start sliding to tyranny, and you'll get a little bit of back and okay. forth. The first step is. Uh, mission creep is law creep so the idea would be the Patriot Act being applied to drug dealers because they're terrorizing the neighborhood well that's not what it was created for but hey we don't like drug dealers so use it right Right. so it's good laws first it starts off with good laws being applied directly then it's open uh, transparent good laws being applied to other things outside of scope so scope increase then you start creating um, then you start creating new laws to allow for what you want to do openly, which is kind of what we have. After that, you start creating laws secretly, and we'll get a lot of that with the five sports. After that, you start breaking laws secretly because you can't hold them to that. And after that, you can just do whatever you want. After that, it's, hey, I'm in charge, and you're, you're fully into tyranny. Right. And so we're towards the last couple of steps there. I um, think
4: I think. what... I, I think you brought that up last time. That we had a. a oh shit, games. I'm repeating myself. No, 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 yeah. no. And I think at that point, I was. Uh, I basically said they wouldn't. But, and, oh, really? and, and
3: that you were running for office. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, that's <right>. yeah. <laughs> That they,
4: they wouldn't, and you asked why. Because it <laughs> <'Cause laughs> we fuck them. <laughs> they like, fuck, fuck them. You literally said. Because and, we fuck them,
2: yeah, <laughs> and that's fine. Exactly, that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but but there there is no consequence here. But but you get to the point where they they absolutely can. And, and, and well, so. I
3: don't think. See, here's the beautiful thing. All right, uh, is that a lot of people see technology as the saving grace for humanity, which I there's yeah, aspects like of that, that yeah, absolutely. and so we we have this like a uh, lateral utopia. And then there's others who uh, see the future as a digital dystopia. Sure. Uh, trademark, Whiskey Neon. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and then, but, but I think that one thing that uh, people really overlook is that, uh, you know, we have these highs... And we have these lows with the, the trends and legislation and where people are going. Right. So you have a high of the Snowden revelations, right? Mm-hmm. You have a low of April Fool's Obama legislation, right? <laughs> so through these highs and lows, we can never underestimate the power of the status quo. And sure. And that is the the, the de facto thing. You know, Wirefalls brought up uh, I think in the first episode, how no one gives a shit about crypto, No. and it's so hard to get people to give oh, a shit about crypto.
4: They do care. Mm. They just don't know they care. Well, yeah, <laughs> okay. they I mean, will. No, care. no I said they don't. They put their entire. F- they, they post pictures of the crunk the of are smoking majority. on their Facebook and no, Instagram. They don't
6: understand the consequences, though.
4: Well, of course, that's why I. Weed on your Facebook. Yeah, I, I don't understand people posting their, their license all the time. But they yeah. do
6: care about crypto when they get in trouble. They wish there was some shit. Well, of the course, way yeah. Out. But the I thing mean, is, is they
4: didn't need crypto. They just needed to not post their weed on yeah. Facebook. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, But that's the thing. It's it's too little, too late, and that's why I said in that but same episode. They do episode, care about it. Eventually, everyone cares. Well, that's the thing, though, and, and that's so was the the like that was the argument when Bubbles was here. <laughs> And he said that he didn't give a shit about any of this. He's right. very open. Yeah. And that I said, you know, that the the tweens now, remember the YOLO generation yeah. that you thought was yellow generation? <laughs> well, this is the YOLO generation right now. I just can't but, fucking hear it. I'm sorry. But but the the, the, the kids like, of today, I'm fine. I'm fine. growing up, are either going to be the most open or want the most privacy. But the, it's true. that the, the status quo, as Bubbles pointed out, will exist and I, I I I don't know if I'm being pessimistic, but the status quo has enabled all of this. And why be a dictatorship or, or a, a tyranny when you can just be this facade of a republic well no no but that, that's, that's And it works. So so I absolutely
2: believe that's how the United States and the United States does this really well. It's called a soft tyranny. Okay? It's a steel hand wrapped in a kit glove, right? UK is horrible. UK goes into Guardian and says, break your fucking computers. And they're like, but, you know, the cloud, lol. And, you know, and they're like, we don't care, break your computers. You're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Now it's over here, you know. Right. And so the US is very good about, you know, they're never going to, and I, I, I can say this unless it gets really bad, they're not going to blatantly just pull people up for, for, for speaking out against the U.S. or, or President Obama, or whatever. In fact, they like that. You know, you go on Twitter, you, you go give on them Facebook. power.
3: Actually, well, yeah,
2: you you just vote the other guy, and so on and so forth. But you, you had this outlet that hey, I complained, and, and Jesus, I'm a hypocrite for this. I complained on Twitter, and now I feel better, and I've done my part, and nothing has changed. Right? Armchair activism. Yeah, armchair,
3: armchair activism. Armchair? Nothing has changed. And armchair. so, but I would say that even actual boots on the ground activism. Doesn't do shit.
2: That, that's fair, but here's what happens though: the leaders of those
3: will home, disappear.
2: The
6: will on? leading 1, 6, 3, 5, journalists,
2: like Michael works. Hastings, will disappear. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, you guys, were <laughs> I don't know what's going on. We we're having a side time. discussion. And some and side discussion. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, no, I was
6: trying to get home. Is what I was. Oh, do you get home? I mean, we can. No. Well, we're just, about to wrap this up anyway. No, I was just trying to. I'm gonna ride him uh, wow, okay. <laughs> that is—he's <laughs> gonna yeah, drive right, me. Ride right him right home,
2: but anyway, so, so that's my big thing is—is is I, I, I don't know what else there is to kind of fall away, and, and I don't think the United States government is actually going to massively oppress people. It's gonna be, you know, it's kind of the, the middle road. But anyways, um, yeah, with that in mind, uh, use encryption, become a
3: target, and uh, lol thats the same lull. message we have Crypto. every. Yeah. Yeah. Encryptions for pandas. No, you something. need to encode everything in base sixty four. Yeah.
2: No, 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 you need to I'm encrypt saying. everything. Well, in you can't 64. even you can't even make the joke right because it's so ingrained into your brain. You can't yeah. even say
3: encrypt Yeah, it's, it's you, you need, need to, to base encrypt 64. everything in base no no, no I know. I, I I was trying whatever. It was a <laughs> reference. Yeah, had to be there. If you're not a DHA, you're missing out on the, the most ultimate zero day lulls. So uh, to wrap everything up. All right. Uh, everyone here uh, I think had their two cents, and Tinker, of course, came in late, but still... He, he gave his four <laughs> and a half. Hold I'm on sorry. a second. I, I'm just messing I, with I, just I sat
7: down and drank scotch, all right? So, That's all I'm doing. <laughs> I know, I know. We're just
3: just giving you a hard Cheers time. Cheers to Waterfall. So Cheers the, to Waterfall. Uh, everyone here, thank you for being a part of it, and thanks for Waterfall for being the but more than accommodating guest. Uh, oh my God. So, my uh, Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah the host. Uh, yeah, the he's podcast. a guest, and oh, he's also uh, hosting the physical location. Oh. Uh, so, meat thank meat you. Host. Meat host. Yeah, yeah, you're the meat host. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, for everyone listening, uh, thank you. And uh, come out to DHA. Follow us on Twitter at, at DallasHackers. And uh, DallasHackersAssociation.com is the domain. And search on Meetup.com for Dallas Hackers Association RSVP. And invite all the skids, feds, and pro-leet hack to come out next month at the Cavern on Main Street in Richardson, Texas to uh, join us and get your hacks on. So
4: thank you you're, all. And if you're 21, let us know and we'll adopt you for the night. Lessons. Under
2: 21, Under 21. Under 21. Yeah. Yeah, 18 yeah.
6: to 21, we will adopt <laughs> you for the night. Right. Beforehand. Or, or older than 21, yeah. Well, yeah. Everyone, yeah, You know, just, just come. All right, All right
3: so Tinker, sing us a song oh, a yeah. to lead out.
6: All right. Oh whoa, whoa! This is my first this time is, I'm here. This Last is it. It's like this you sing us yeah. out. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, so here we go, everyone. Let
2: him do it. When you're in prison, don't turn the other way. Keep your back against the wall. When you're in prison, don't turn the other way. Do not bend at all. Oh, don't pick up the soap. Pick up the soap. It's bad for you. Oh, don't pick up the soap. Pick up the soap, someone will be waiting there for you. Okay,
3: all right, that's wow, thank you, man. And that's a wrap, guys. Jesus, I'm really glad
6: I'm getting it right home so I don't end in prison. Yeah, you're still getting it right home, right?